Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back to the Run.Down post-game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you listen to this the day after, Strickland Podcast Network. Knicks lose <laughs> 140 to 134 in regulation. That is a regulation score right there. Um, spoiling Julius Randle's 57-point night. Um, it really looked like I don't, I don't want to say the Knicks were going to win this game, but it looked like it was going to be a much more entertaining finish than it pointed out to be um, today um, when Julius Randle decided to go off for 26 points in the third quarter, which is a Knicks franchise record for most points scored in a quarter by a player. Um, he was absolutely unconscious in that quarter, scoring in every way imaginable. Um, but yet they were, you know outdone by one Torian Prince who had the game of his life today going 12 of 13 from the field and eight of eight from three point range. You heard that correct. Torian Prince went eight of eight from three point range in Madison square garden. Um, Yeah. I mean, the Timberwolves, they kind of started off this game with insane shooting um, starting off going 10 of 10 from the field, scoring 42 points in the first quarter. I mean, from that point on, I think we all kind of knew what kind of game we were in for. Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if we thought that we were going to be in for a Torian Prince, Clay Thompson game six impersonation, but lo and behold, here we are um, discussing this. Um, and yeah, losing a game where the Timberwolves were missing, um, of course, Carl Anthony Towns, who has this insane calf injury, by the way, and. Um, Anthony Edwards, who looked like he was going to play today, but it did not work. The the the, the magical powers that that give players the ability to heal really quickly um, before Knicks games did not work for Anthony Edwards. He did not play, but the Knicks still ended up losing um, and ruining a Julius Randle fifty seven point performance. Um, yeah, I don't know where else to go with this analysis, really. Um, Jeff, how'd you, I guess, feel about this game and anything else? I mean, I know, like, it's what we come on here to do to, like, react to every game, but I just feel like we as a fan base have to stop treating every game like it's game seven of the finals, you know? It's like, yeah, they didn't have Towns or Anthony Edwards, but how much better could they have played offensively? They just scored 140. Like they might as well have had Towns or Anthony Edwards. Could Anthony, would Anthony Edwards have been eight of eight from three and had 38 points or whatever the fuck he had? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really view it that way. Like it's one game and the Timberwolves scored 140 points. Did we have something to do with that? Sure. I, I thought Jalen Brunson was terrible defensively. Like they, their game plan was, I mean, if you noticed, it wasn't just one guy cooking the whole time. Their game plan was whoever Jalen Brunson was guarding, that person would initiate the offense. So like, and the Knicks, the Knicks tried switching Grimes. They would literally switch Grimes or quickly or Hart onto whoever was hot. And then the Timberwolves would just go away from that person to the next person that Brunson was guarding. And Brunson was not prepared for that level of being hunted. And he was just 
really, really bad. Um, so yeah, like we could have done some things better, but they hit a bunch of shots and they were playing really fast. So, okay. If anybody thinks this is some sort of referendum on the team, I can't really get behind that. It's an 82 game season and they played a bad game. That's okay. On to the next one, you know? Um, I know that's not exactly the most interesting analysis, but I just don't really think there was anything. You know what I thought was cool? I thought that Tib I thought it was cool that Tibbs staggered the subs in the first half. And I don't know why he went away from that. I thought it was sweet that I mean, all we've been talking about on here as far as the substitution pattern is getting quickly two shifts and a half. And he did that in the first half. That was cool. Uh he brought quickly in at like the four or five minute mark, pulled him with ten minutes left or nine minutes left in the second quarter. And I was like, oh, my God, is he going to just sit him? Like, is this like a weird thing where he's worried about the size? And then he brought quickly back in with like four or five minutes left in the half. And, yeah, I mean, I expect him to get some a lot of flack. First of all, I just feel like when things go bad, he's just that player that Knicks fans are going to turn on fit fastest because, I mean, we saw how long it took Knicks fans to get behind him in the first place. So, like, I could see him catching some flack for a few of those late shots. Um, I said it before we got on here, and, I mean, Tyrese didn't agree, so I'll be interested to hear his response. But it genuinely seemed to me like Brunson and Quickly were struggling in the fourth quarter with, like, balancing just playing their normal offensive selves and not wanting to ruin the night for Randall. Like, there just seemed to be, like, a weird hesitancy behind – their late game offense. And, you know, that could just be me reading too much into things, but they just, neither of them really seemed like their normal selves in that final shift when Randall came back out there. Like if you notice, like go and rewatch the start of the fourth quarter, you know, quickly and RJ, that unit was playing very, very, very uh, loose. And they got the, they pushed RJ hit that three to push the lead up four. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I mean, Tibbs got really mad when we were up five and Obi didn't secure that offensive rebound. He snap called a timeout, snap pointed to Randall and Brunson. He's like, get the, you're getting the fuck back in there. And literally the second Randall and Brunson came back in, there just seemed to be, I don't know, the vibe was just off. And I'm not blaming the lot like this. I don't mean to sound like I'm blaming the loss on Randall. I, I just don't think, I think it was a weird feeling at the end of the game. Cause it's like, they all wanted a 60 point game for Randall. They all wanted that for him. Like they, it was like, it was Randall's game, but then it's like also, Oh shit, it's a close game. We have to worry about winning this game too. And that's it's just a weird thing to balance that. Like we'll never know what that's like. So I don't know. I, it was just weird. I, weird I, I think what they did is they did a poor job of managing um, the ball and like, like there was so many possessions where like they were throwing live grenades to each other at the end of the shot clock um like there was a play where like Brunson just like absolutely launched it cross court to Emmanuel quickly where like it was like a minute or in change to go um and he launched it to quickly in the corner it looked like quickly was about to go out of bounds with it but then quickly had to force up like this bad three-pointer um and there was just like so many there was like way too many possessions like that um, and then you also mentioned how Josh Hart, like his hesitancy to shoot, that also resulted in one of those live grenades at the end of the shot clock where he had to toss one to Julius. And, you know, Julius just like tossed up a bad shot. And it just, I, tried, I felt like a lot of the fourth quarter was just a lot of that. Like, it was just a lot of like, you know, poor shot clock managing and stuff like yeah. that. Tyrese, what did you think? 
Sorry about that. Um, I, I just thought Brunson, I think Brunson, since Brunson came back, I think his decision-making has been really fucking bad. I didn't like his decision-making inside of the um, the Denver game either, but like he had that really hot first quarter and the Badgers able to sustain him throughout most of it. Um, yeah, like, I don't think they were trying to like balance getting 60, because I feel like uh, for a quarter of um for like a good portion of that third quarter and into the fourth quarter down the stretch, Brunson was calling his own number. I don't think they were focused on like trying to get Randall 60 or whatever. I just kind of feel like they made some really bad decisions on the ball, quickly had a very bad defensive game. Um it's probably one of the worst defensive games he's played all season. They kind of just exploited him to point of attack. And he's not long enough to deal with guys like McDaniels or Torian Prince or even Kyle Anderson, and he just got exploited. Um, I don't know. I just think the guard play was really, really rough compared to Mike Conley, which is something I should not be saying in our Lord's year 2023. But Mike Conley is still, like, a decent player, so, like, I can't get too mad at it. But it just kind of feels like they – they being Brunson and IQ down the stretch kind of just lost them the game. And it didn't help that like, IQ could not hit a shot in the fourth quarter, aside from like, that one dude that put them up, I think, three at one point. And then after that, I think he missed five straight shots. He was 6 of 11 with a uh, – yeah, he was 6 of 11, and then he finished the game 6 of 16. Um, same thing with Brunson. Brunson just could not buy offense down the stretch, and I kind of feel like he's trying to force it at some points. He had a couple of mid-range shots that went into the net. There was he just he tried for that push shot floater. He got chunked on the foul. He didn't hit the foul. He missed a shot. And yeah, ultimately just really rough decision making down the stretch from ball handlers. Um, very bad defense at the point of attack. And outlier shooting from Torian fucking Prince of all people. We'll kind of do that for you. It's the Ricky Rubio game all over again, honestly. That's the worst part. Down to the eight of eight from three. Like, it's just insane that, you know, Knicks. I mean, I feel like every team probably like goes through this where they feel like they have like random role players that go off against them all the time. But like for us, I feel like it's like never a set. Like, there's never a set guy that always goes off against us, except for like that time where it was like Terrence Ross for a little bit. But like ever since then, it's just been like random dudes here and there. Yeah, like weird, weird shit like this. Like, Oh my gosh. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I really don't know how else to really analyze this game, really. Like, I don't know what what much analysis there is to put into a game like this. I mean, other than the Knicks, like, being bad at defense for most of the game, too. I mean, like, giving up 140 points to an Anthony Edwardless um, Timberwolves team is not the best thing to do. Um, I mean... I don't, I don't know if I'm looking, reading too much into this, but like maybe they're just like, maybe they just had too much of a high off the win versus the Nuggets. That was like a really super great win. Um, comeback versus the best team in the West. You know, you come into this game versus, um, versus the Timberwolves team without the, with, without Anthony Edwards, you probably have your guard down a little bit. Um, and you know, shit like this just happens. So yeah, here's your win. Schwen, how do you feel about tonight's game and Torian Prince going deciding to be Clay Thompson tonight? Um, I mean that part sucked, obviously, but like, like it doesn't really matter. Like you can play a game, 
as weak defensively as the Knicks did. And I and I do think they played like a weak defensive game from the start of the game. Like they were not interested in being physical at the point of attack. They constantly allowed penetration. I tweeted that out in the middle of the first quarter that like they were just allowing penetration too easily. Um I thought that was the case for most of the game. You can get away with that most of the time when you score 134 points and Julius Randle plays like fucking God and that's fine. Uh, you played a game today where that that just wasn't the case because Torian Prince decided to be a fucking piece of shit and should fucking die um, for that. But like, like whatever, it happens. You move on. Um, but I will say, like, honestly, man, I thought Jalen Brunson was an embar- he he was embarrassing defensively today. I thought, and RJ Barrett wasn't far behind him. Like, I I'm so fucking sick of watching an RJ Barrett performance like this tonight. So sick of it. The fir- One of the first possessions of the second half was like a contested shot kind of like grazed the front of the room. I think it might have been Kyle Anderson that shot it. Who, by the way, had a terrible game. I don't know. Like, I've actually he's been good this entire year. I don't know what the hell he did last. He must have had a really good night last night because he was terrible today. Um, but like, he grazed the front of the rim and it was like one of those things where McDaniels is in the corner, so RJ's defending him, and it's like, just go get the ball or box the guy out. He doesn't do either, and McDaniels gets the offensive rebound, they score on it. And it was like, he had so many possessions like this where it's just like, I just don't understand. I mean, that quickly three in the fourth quarter that they hit, that was a terrible fucking take by RJ to the rim. It's a terrible take. And he like, he was about to turn it over, throws it against some guy's chest, Hart saves it. He saves it out of his ass, fucking too quickly in the corner, hits three, and it's like, okay, that's a great outcome. That's not a great possession. Um, I don't know, man. I, I thought Brunson was awful today, and I know that's going to sound crazy if somebody looks at the box score. I was so disappointed with his performance today. I thought defensively at some point he would pick it up, and he didn't pick it up until, like, I don't know, when he came back in the fourth quarter. Um, and, and RJ was just, these are the games, these are the games where it's just like, like we can say, I'm not going to, I'll say this. I thought quickly sucked down the stretch, right? But here's the thing quickly wouldn't have been in down the fucking stretch. If RJ didn't play like a numbskull, he wouldn't have fucking played. He would have RJ. He clearly wanted to have size out on the floor. We saw that at the end of the first half. He benched quick for most of it to put RJ on the floor to match up with their size. And he didn't in the second half because RJ sucked so much fucking ass today. Like, he was terrible today. I, I honestly, I don't care what it's like. It looks like he has a, he has, his box score is probably decent. Probably like, what, like three of fucking, or like four of nine. For four, of eight, four of eight, three of... Um... Yeah, it looks fine. It looks like a fun... If you actually watch the game, you think RJ Barrett played a game... You should probably just like sign off for the day. Go like I don't know, take the day off from work, visit an, a national park, go find Jesus, go find like some religion, go go find peace in your world because you're an idiot um, and you don't know what the fuck you're watching. He was awful tonight, like absolutely god awful, and he should be embarrassed of himself and he should put it on himself. To fucking go win us a basketball game on when do we play Wednesday? 
Wednesday yeah. against Miami. He should go. Like he should go put it on himself to win us that game because he was a fucking joke tonight. He was an absolute joke tonight. And like, like here's the thing, right? The difference between him and Brunson is this: Brunson. Have, I thought Brunson had a bad game. What did Brunson finish tonight with? Like twenty-one points on twenty-three and shots? ten. Yeah, twenty-three and ten. How many shots did he take? Fifteen. Eighteen. Okay, like RJ would die for a line like that. I I would die for an RJ line like that. Like and and he didn't play good. I I thought I thought Brunson's defense tonight was like one of the primary traffic cone. Yeah, he he was terrible tonight, and like it, it was awful. It, it was really really bad. But it's like he's giving you twenty three and ten on eighteen shots. If RJ could give me twenty three and ten on eighteen shots and play god awful defense, I pro- I might take it. I might <laughs> take it. But he couldn't do it. He can't do it. He's not done it. Like. I'm so sick and tired of having these false thoughts. Oh, he had like last game. The last game we all sat here and talked about this. It was one of his best games of the season. Best all around game of the season. Two way effort, blah, blah, blah. You can't dial it up for one more fucking game, bro. And like, okay, fine. You have a shitty first half. The entire team had a shitty first half defensively. You come out of that fucking halftime and they were him and Brunson. They might as well have just collectively sat next to each other on the logo, and just taking a massive shit on every defensive <laughs> possession. They were fucking awful on defense to start that half. They scored seven points on their first three possessions, okay? That was within a minute and 20 seconds. <laughs> they they didn't miss a shot. They missed a, sh- they missed a shot on the third possession, which is the one I was talking about, where RJ just decided, oh, I'm not going to follow Jaden McDaniels. Jaden McDaniels, can we, I'll, be, I'll be even more honest here. If you offered me Jaden McDaniels for RJ straight up, I'd take it right now. Yes! He was he was a joke tonight. He was an absolute joke tonight. And his effort this season and his fucking pouty bullshit, I'm so sick and tired of it. You were the third overall pick. You got paid $107 million. Get the fuck over yourself. Give me David Roddy. Go what on. Are you, what are you pouting about? What are you pouting about? You're, you're pouting you're not getting enough touches? Go fucking earn touches then. Did you earn touches tonight? No, you didn't. You this is this is so wild to me because there are people in my mentions right now who are like overrating RJ's game tonight so much, and I'm arguing that like RJ wasn't that good. And he was awful. He was I, awful I, tonight. Like I don't think he was nearly as bad as you're. No, he was terrible. So, he, he was that so, like, terrible. I feel like I'm in this weird meta in between verse where I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I have to argue with you and be it, like, it, if, I, it was, if it was a game, let's saying. put it this way: if Randall wasn't on fire tonight, mm. nobody would be sitting here talking about like RJ had a good game because the first, like, I'll this was the this possession drove me absolutely nuts to start the fourth quarter. Okay. <sighs> We're down one. Sharth for quickly at that point was like he was he had it going. He was he was good. Hart was doing heart things. The first possession is a designed, it was like a designed pitch and then dribble handoff or pistol action for RJ. What does RJ do? What does he do in that first possession? He drives into a fucking dead end, turns the ball over, gets tied up. And I honestly, I want to ask you a question. Is there a single NBA player? That you think RJ would want to jump ball against? No, maybe Jordan McLaughlin. Like, like I don't know if a, an NBA player has a worse standstill two foot vert than RJ Barrett. I don't. And like, he's, as soon as he's chunky now, 
It doesn't even when he was not. It doesn't yeah, matter. Like he he does not have like athleticism unless he has a windup. Yeah, he has. Like, that is so just he loses the fuck, he he lost that fucking that jump ball. Okay, they score the next time down. It wasn't on him. They go down. They actually missed that shot. I'm pretty sure. And then he had this possession. He's very lucky with this. Get a possession. They come down. So it's 111, 108. Minnesota's up. Jaden McDaniels comes around. Or whoever the fuck he's guarding. Might have been Jaden McDaniels. It has to be Jaden McDaniels because the guy took a three. Um, uh, but like he, it was Jaden McDaniels. He comes around the screen. And RJ Barrett is like, again, he's like, you know, he's got the fucking DSL lag going on, right? The online lag. Like he's, <laughs> he's got the shitty online connection lag going on. He comes around and he's like, oh God. And he just runs into like Rudy Gobert's in the screen. Jamie Nellis luckily bricks the fucking shot, but it's like he had so many of those possessions tonight where it's like, oh, I'm not going to try to fight over the screen. I'm just going to run to the screen and like get mad about it. Like, what am I supposed to do with that, dude? Like, you want me to give you credit for that? You want credit for that? Should anybody get credit? Like, that's just lazy bullshit. And again, you, it's one thing if the Knicks hadn't extended him, right? If the Knicks hadn't extended him, I could maybe understand like some kind of like, uh, I'm annoyed at how they're using me and like, they're not giving me enough minutes and whatever. I still think it'd be counterproductive, but like, I could understand that. You got paid, bro. You took the contract. So you took the contract with the understanding of like, kind of like, this is what I'm worth. Or this is like, let me lock this in. Like, I don't want to test this out more. Okay, cool. You were your his entire thing, his entire career, right? He's been like, oh, he's his work ethic guy. He's never gonna quit. He's let me fucking see it then. I didn't see it tonight. I didn't see it tonight. I thought it was atrocious tonight. What's and- ma- what makes it much more frustrating is because like the last couple games, or like at, at least since All Star break, he's been like pretty solid. I would say defensively, um, and even offensively. He's been pretty good, so like it makes tonight that much more frustrating. Yeah, he's he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good, but he's also still like like we're talking about a very small sample here still since All Star yeah. break. Yeah, and in that sample, we still got games like against the Wizards where he didn't play down the stretch and he pouted like a little baby, which is fine. I get it. Like you, I get it. It's it's hard. Like you're not. I get that Clippers game. You want Yeah, th- that Clippers game. That first half is honestly, I can't get over that. That's like one of the most pathetic performances from a player I've ever watched in my life. That was like, like he just stood there in a few possessions. And I'm like, you're making Paul George, like 32 year old Paul George, look like he's back in his prime right now. Like, what are you doing? And 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 then tonight, like again, I'm sorry, JD McDaniel's shit on him, absolutely shit on him. Was way better than him in every capacity of the game, uh, defensively, offensively, shot creation, decision making, you name it, he was better than him. That's pathetic. I'm sorry. That's actually pathetic. And at some point, I'm so I'm just sick and tired of like, oh, he's just got to be more consistent. Oh, his decision making has better. Oh, fucking do it. Just fucking do it or don't or get the fuck out of here. Like I am just sick and tired of fucking like having to fucking justify this shit, man. I really am because, like, I get it. Like, I mean, when I say I'm, I have I'm sick of it. Like. Not like I have to do it, right? I'm choosing to do it. I'm choosing to be here right now. I'm probably going to log off after this comment because I'm just fucking disgusted Enjoy by what I watched tonight. Between him, and, between him and Brunson, I'm absolutely disgusted by what I watched from them tonight. Um, and, and it's actually a joke because they both wasted 
what was like not just a great shot making performance from Julius, but like like an all time Nick performance. I mean, forget that, but like he brought us back. Like it's not like the Wolves started missing a bunch of shots. No, no, no. Like they're still shot. Like what did they end up shooting from the field? Like sixty five percent or whatever the fuck it was. Like yeah. Like he brought us back into that game because he literally did. He missed like one shot in the third quarter. He was amazing. He was incredible. All time next record. And for and, and to waste that shit because and I I know I know quickly didn't play well down the stretch, but like there were positions like Brunson threw him a grenade three times. Yes, like, I just pointed that out. Oh my gosh, like, that was times. insane. Brunson had one position where he pumped fake twice. He had a go bear in the air twice, and I'm like, okay, that's your chance. Go up. And then he. Quick that he he threw it quickly. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm just I, I'm sorry. Like between Brunson and RJ tonight, and and, and it's like I'm I, if I'm focusing on RJ too much, whatever. Like Brunson, I think RJ. More, I think your frustration with RJ comes from like in, encapsulating um, the whole year. Like with Brunson, yeah. he's given more Brunson grace has a lot because, more credit built up. Yeah, he has more grace. Up. Like yeah. he's. Performed like, much know, better throughout this year than and, and, RJ and, has. And, and again, this is the thing that drives me nuts about RJ, right? If he had played well tonight, I am a thousand percent sure that Tibbs is playing him over quickly to close the game. Definitely. 100% sure of that. And like, we can sit here and talk about like, well, should he played over hard? Like, I don't think he should have. Like, should hard have played the entire way? I don't know. We can talk about those things all the time. But like, if we're just talking about quickly versus RJ, I guarantee you if RJ... <laughs> isn't playing like a sack of shit, he closes that game. But guess what? He did play like a sack of shit. And, like, anybody that wants to deny that or minimize that or fucking excuse that, I don't really care. Like, if you if you believe in the guy, then you should hold him to a certain standard. And, like, he absolutely did not meet that standard tonight. He was pathetic tonight. Truly pathetic tonight. His defensive energy to come out in the second half... I would have benched him as soon as fucking McDaniels got that that fucking offensive rebound. I literally was done with him at that point. You, you can go check the Discord. I sent a message right now, like "fuck off," like "fuck off, RJ." Like he was he was a joke. Like you can't come out of that of that first half where it's like, "Oh my god, we survived this onslaught." Gave up seventy nine points and we're only down nine. All we got to do, like all you have to do, there lock the fuck in. What the fuck? And he's come. He's just not locked in at all. Not on either end. And then to compound it with this like, garbage. I mean, his decision making today in transition. Man, let me tell you. Like, there was a possession on transition where he had, like, he could have kicked it out to like I think it was Julius or something Julius. in that third quarter. Um. Yeah, and he, he just drove it in three guys. Yeah, he drove into three guys, and I was just like, "All right." And then he um, cried about not getting a foul call. I'm like, "You didn't get fouled." And so, even if you did, the better course of action would probably have been to just kick it out to the open three. But you, but he doesn't get fouled because he sucks at drawing fouls. He doesn't know how to do it. He's terrible at drawing fouls in transition compared to like, like he doesn't attack a guy's body. What he did is this, right? I know exactly what player you're talking about. So he's driving right, and everybody in the fucking world, everybody in the world knows. What does RJ Barrett want to do? Go up. He wants to go back to his left. Everybody knows that. So this motherfucker, I don't even know who the fuck it was that took it. Could have been Tyrese for all I know. Uh, it could have been anybody. <laughs> and and all the guy does is he's just standing there 
he's dribbling with his right hand. And he's like, motherfucker, I know you're coming back. Like, I know, I know you're coming back right in this direction. And he just stood there and kept backpedaling, backpedaling. And he did it. And he drove right into his chest. And then he put up a layup and he bitched about the call. And it's like, I'm sorry. Like, you, you don't get to bitch about that when you telegraph your intention that heavily. Everybody knew exactly what he was going to do on that play, including the defender. That was pathetic. That play to start the fourth quarter was pathetic. I literally, I don't know. I was, I would, again, that was another play. I would have been like, bench him right there. Just sit him. I don't care. I don't care. Bring Grimes in for three minutes if you need to. I mean, Grimes, the, the, the poor guy, what did he take? One shot tonight? He made, he made it. it. He made yeah. it. He hit that three. Yeah, I mean, at some point, we're going to have to talk about that, too, where it's like Grimes isn't allowed to shoot the ball. Like, he barely – he literally didn't touch the ball tonight. I think he touched the ball. He doesn't, tonight. like, play either. It's really – it's a really weird situation. Like, he's basically elf. He's starter elf. Obi. Yeah. Starter Obi. He's or starter elf. Obi. He, or as just soon as elf. he comes out, he'll either have – like, it's just heart for the rest of the half. I mean, the heart thing today was was idiotic, too. It was fucking moronic. Like – in the first half, you can't tell me Hart played so well that he just needed to play 16 minutes straight, but then quickly needed to get pulled when he had 10 points in like 10 minutes, whatever the fuck it was. Like, this is this is the shit with Tibbs that drives you fucking crazy. And this is why, like, as much you can't give him too many options. That's the biggest problem with this fucking guy. Like you saw tonight, the guy has options. Did he do, did he use it effectively? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not even trying to say it's a coaching loss. It's not a coaching loss tonight. Definitely not. No, not a coaching loss. But like, but like in the minutes distribution, you kind of see like, okay, I don't know. Is that really the thing? Like his thing was like, he wanted to get RJ back in the game, which I get in the first half, but he wouldn't pull heart, even though quickly he had like 10 right then. I'm like, okay, so fine, I guess. Like, I, I just don't understand that. Like if you can't, you can't like this guy has favorites. You're you're talking about the the first half though, yeah. right? Yeah, the first half. So the first, but the first half he pulled quickly for Brunson. No, oh yeah, but but he left RJ in is my point. Right, he left RJ and Hart in. Yeah, yeah. Like RJ is the one that should come out, or Hart should come out. I don't care who. But Quick was on. He was he had yeah. scored ten in a. He was like, and the Garden was feeding off his energy. Like that was an idiotic decision. I don't care how it worked out. I really don't. Um, it didn't work out well. I mean, it didn't work out bad, but it didn't work out well. Like that was just an idiotic decision. Um, it's and, just a, it's just a bummer because I I and that's a decision that's entirely based on I love Josh Hart. That's it. That's the entire like that's it. That's the only thing that that decision is based on. Because if you're just basing it off of how they had played in that game in this game until that point in time, you would have pulled Hart for Brunson. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I was just gonna say that I thought it was cool that quickly got two shifts in the first half. Like, yeah, I thought it was cool, all, but that's, I that's don't. All think... I've ever, that's all I've ever wanted. Like, like if you go back and you isolate the first half minutes distributions, aside from Grimes and Hart, like Hart being a little too high and Grimes being a little too low, it was like almost ideal to me. If you go back, like RJ played fourteen minutes at half, quickly played fourteen or fifteen at the half. Hart played 16 and Grimes played 12. It was very balanced. And they they all played together a lot. I, I actually thought his first half rotations were good. Or I, excuse me, I thought at the time it was good, but you're sort of making me see it from another perspective in the sense. I don't, of, I don't, I don't think it's like it's good if he came at it from your perspective. But he's not coming at it from your perspective. 
I think he came at it from the perspective of, and I have to go back and check it, but I'm pretty sure that they had checked back in their big wings at that point. So it was like McDaniels and mm-hmm. Noel or whoever the fuck it was. And so it was him matching size with size. I'm almost positive about that because if it was just based on performance, like, but even if it wasn't like he, this is, this is his fundamental issue to me as a coach. And this is where like, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. I mean, we'll see if we get there, whatever, knock on wood or metal or whatever the fuck computers are made out of. Um, Like, can you dictate your advantages? Because you can have an advantage with Quigley and Brunson on the floor together. But to me, he doesn't like ever dictating the advantage. He plays Quigley and Brunson when he thinks the matchup defensively is tenable. He never tries to force a team to match up with him defensively, which I think is really like we can talk about everything else. I think ultimately that's the core of his issue as a coach. I want to make it very clear though tonight, this loss tonight has like maybe 0.7% to do with Tom Thibodeau. This is not a Thibodeau loss. This is like, this is like a crazy shot making loss. And a crazy like, I mean that's really most of it. Honestly, I guess, yeah, I guess a I very just, bad I defensive just, game I just, too. I just it was a bad it. defensive game, but a lot of it is just like they could have played. They they played. They you can play bad defense and still get away with it. One forty, like they they played bad defense and Torian Prince every single time was like, yeah, no, I'm gonna just gonna make every shot. Also, even when you play good defense, I'm gonna make every shot. It's like okay, great, fantastic, go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck him. If we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna try and like take something from this game, I don't remember I was saying it before you got on Schwinn, I don't remember a team hunting Brunson to this degree. Like Torian Prince had a hot like a hot shooting night, obviously, but it wasn't like they were like, Oh yeah, Torian, go get yours. They were attacking with whoever Brunson was guarding. Like the Knicks kept trying to hide Brunson on somebody new. And like they started with him on uh, Torian Prince, they went through. They, they literally just kept giving Br- the ball. Br- to Br- Brunson Brunson didn't compete on defense tonight. Like he, yeah. he just flat out didn't Do until the fourth think quarter. And even in the fourth quarter, he just didn't. Like uh, the one thing I've always given Brunson is he competes on defense. He just didn't do it tonight. Like he just didn't. So you don't think this will be an issue come playoff time? You don't think teams will no. look to hunt him as much no, as they'll the look, they'll did look tonight? To hunt him. They'll look to hunt him, and they might be successful, but he won't be as non-competitive tonight as he was tonight. Like, Because there were, for about two and a half quarters, he just decided, like, I'm going to keep trying to do my, like, go under screens and sell moving, moving, like, moving screens. Yeah, he, he just kept doing that, and I'm like, at after, some the first point, time, after the second time, it's like, all right, it's not working. Like, just at get some point, you gotta adjust. Like, and, and like, it might work better if Torian Prince would ever miss a shot. He didn't. Like, I'm sorry, Brunson and RJ tonight to me, but two biggest reasons we lost this game. Brunson for like how atrocious he was defensively. RJ too, but like RJ more because it's like we needed anybody with his size at the end of the game. Wing defense. Also, I just want to say this. I thought the refs sucked ass tonight. And, like, you go 140, you can say, you know, and they, and the sh- their shot making was crazy, so that's the bigger piece of it. But, like, McDaniels clearly fouled Brunson. 
He clearly fouled runs. He shoved him off. Like, I, it can't get more obvious than that. He shoved him off. And then there was that call in the fucking twice, first quarter. Twice, by the way. Yeah, th- there was that call in the first quarter. That wasn't Brunson. Or that wasn't McDaniels. That was like uh, Prince, I think, where he shoved him off. And I'm like, they called a blocking foul. I'm like, I actually have no fucking clue how you call that a blocking foul. Like, in any angle, in any place you are in the world, you could be in fucking Marrakesh. And you could watch that fucking angle. I don't even know that was a place. And, and and you would be like, oh yeah, no, that's that's a fucking block. Like, or that's charge. Like that was an insane call. And it's more insane to me that Tibbs didn't fucking challenge anything tonight. Like that, he, he, that, that, him, that he's that, saving that, them. That, that McDaniel's call to me, that's an insane thing to not challenge. There's two two forty five left in the fucking game. Okay, you've been scoring. Pretty fucking consistently throughout the game, obviously. You have a chance to get the fucking ball back two up with 245 left. You don't challenge that. I'm sorry, that's bad. That's just a bad coaching decision. Is that the reason we lost? No, I want to make that again. I want to make it very clear. I put like less than 1% of why we lost on Tibbs, but that decision in isolation is bad. And it's also bad. And it's worrying because that's the type of shit in the playoffs. Like, does he have the balls to just make a fucking call in one of these spots? Like, I get you want to save your challenge for an under two minute situation, but you're at 245 there. You are up two with the fucking rock in that spot, potentially. And I and to me, I don't know. You guys tell me, I had somebody tell me like it was obviously like a block. I'm like, I didn't see like I watched that replay. They showed that replay like two or three times. I, I thought that was a clear like offensive foul. That was pretty clear. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a clear offense foul. And then the second one I was talking about was on the play where Julius, like the one where people are for some reason getting mad at Julius for not grabbing the rebound. The the last possession. I didn't, I didn't see the I didn't see the replay of it. I thought I'll put it this way. I, just my lifetime reaction was maybe he got fouled. He didn't box out. That was his no, 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 no. Brunson got fouled. McDaniel's oh, literally okay, maybe. McDaniel's literally pushed off of him on the drive, and like he did the same thing. The oh, no, that, no, oh yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I was thought, I thought you were talking about like yeah. the Randall part of it was like I thought Randall Randall uh, if he had boxed out, he would have had that rebound. It's no fine, what. but he scored to me. I, yeah, I'm not I'm not, I'm not blaming him for it. To give he me, scored 54 points. Like I'm not gonna get I'm, mad at I'm not, Randall for not boxing out. I, I am not blaming him at all. He could have fucking. Yeah. <laughs> He could have literally whipped out his dick and taken a pill. <laughs> all and right. All right. Wouldn't have mattered what he did. Yeah, this is like what I'm talking about, though. Like, you got people like on Twitter who are like going at Tibbs. They're saying like Tibbs should have closed with RJ instead of quickly. And it's like before quickly, before that stretch, when RJ came out, when, when Tibbs called timeout because he was mad we didn't get the rebound, quickly was six of like our, like Tyrese was saying, quickly was six of 12, 19 points. And was literally the only guy who like sort of showed up on defense. Like if you look at nearest defender stats tonight, quickly was actually kind of his. Oh, I'm usual sure stuff. he. I'm sure he graded out well. Yeah, he was his usual. He's the only like, guy that was, made Conley miss any shot. So yeah, he and, and but I, I do think Tyrese raised a really good point. At the point of attack, he was worse than he usually is. He was falling behind on screens. He fouled two three point shooters. This isn't me saying quickly is good. Okay, I just want to say the Conley one terrible foul. The Nikhil Alexander Walker one was, that was absolute insane. bullshit. That was the some fucking shit, like, garbage so call. If you go back and watch that, Alexander Walker shoots the ball. Quickly, his arm is between, like, so it's like, if I shoot, right? Mm-hmm. I shoot, I'm going to bring my arm. This is not my natural shooting motion. 
My natural shooting motion sucks anyway, so just don't worry about it. No, like, it's, it's actual, by the way. It actually yeah, is. This, this is, I shoot like this. I'm like, <laughs> like, like stage. it's his hands are here. Quickly is in between, right? He, he puts his, he, he contests right in his eyes. Like, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Forget the hands, forget, just contest between. And so after he releases, he brings his hands back and he hits quickly his hands, and that's what's called. That's bullshit, yeah. dude. That isn't a. That's not a foul. And, I, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, Tibbs. Tibbs. He had to challenge fucking something tonight, even if it was just to make a fucking performative point. And he challenged nothing. He sat there to the end of the game with the fucking challenge in his pocket. For fucking what, dude? Challenge something like. I will never understand that shit. I'm sorry. That 131, you're up 131-129. Brunson, clearly, like, I just, I, I can't fathom not challenging that. I honestly can't fathom not challenging that. He brought, like, McDaniels drives in on him, pushes off. They call that a defensive foul, so you are allowed to challenge it there. How the fuck do you not challenge that? I'm sorry. That's a crazy one to me. I don't care, like, if the analytics are, if the analytics staff is telling him not to challenge that, they should fucking, fucking, I, I don't know. They, <laughs> they should Let's... take a fucking pay cut for a week too. Like that was a joke. Like that's a, that is a no brainer to me. Challenge right there, because to me, like when you see that replay, Brunson is in position. This is not like oh, like, no, he's in position and McGinnis fully extends. Like it's not like you know he he leans in with. It. He fully fucking extended. That was a joke. So, um, again, you know, we can sit here and talk about Tim's decisions, but big, biggest three biggest things were McDaniels decided to shoot like fucking God. Um, Torian Prince, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Torian Prince. They're the same person anyway. Uh, right. Torian Prince. Switzerland, uh, all black people look the same. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You and <laughs> you and Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Uh, don't don't insult Sam like that. That's like don't that's that's Sam's Sam's Sam deserves better than that. That's like so it's that. Uh, I I thought I thought the officiating to me like I really hate shit. Like I hate using that as like a reason you lost the game. I don't think that's why they lost the game. I did not think the officiating helped their cause tonight though. I really didn't. I, I thought it was really bad and. You know, I mean, the entire Wolves team shot like fucking amazingly from three. And, and you know, if there's if there's a Knicks self inflicted wound, the one that it would be is they wasted so many transition opportunities in the first yeah. half. So many, so so many. The only guy that made a transition opportunity count was quickly, and that's not even like some praise for him. It's like that's the lowest fucking bar. Oh yeah, you use these these transition that's, opportunities. And, and that's been this team's advantage. bread and butter, a, like a lot of these games terrible. lately. Uh, we'll see. They 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 play Miami Wednesday. Pissing away this game hurts because I'll say this: you got two games left against Miami. Yeah. Uh, you've only you beat them. You're two and zero against them. You've won both games by two points. One of them on a shot that Randall probably never I would not want to bet. I would never want to bet on him making that shot again. Um, but like, you're putting yourself in this stupid margin for error. Don't put yourself in the margin for error. Don't 
don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Um, they've got Miami. On it, like they will never do this. I would so willingly just like punt the Miami game and put all your chips in the Orlando game. But they won't do it. They'll never do it. This organization won't do it. That's how they operate. I get that. Um, but look, there's three teams for these last two spots. Hopefully the Knicks don't piss it away because they're in a very good position. And the Cleveland matchup is very good for them. And it would be nice if the NBA ever understood like how matchups work because that Cleveland Knicks first round series would do numbers. Definitely. All right, let's get into the ad read real quickly before we get into some comments. NBA fans, it's time to bring the oops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligible restrictions apply. See show notes or show description for details. All right. Let's get into comments. We've had so many come in today. Um, well, Clyde Frazier. McDaniel's blatant push off aside, there were an illustrious, ooh, I like that word, series of bad decisions from IQ, Brunson, and Randall down the stretch. Yeah, they really kind of farted this game away. Um, yeah. Quickly took, quickly took. I, I agreed with what you guys were saying about the grenades, but he took this one, two. Him and Brunson missed from the same spot on the far side of the court. And quickly was really weird because he like was doing the Steve Nash snake dribble through the paint. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up on the other side of the court alone on the weak side with Gobert on him. And it was like, he thought the shot clock was running out and he just forced up like a 20 footer, but there was like 12 seconds left on the shot clock. Like they could have reset the, it was just a really, he made so many baffling decisions that you never see quickly make down the stretch. It was just, it was very strange. Um, and so like, I get people who are frustrated with his play at the end of the game, but what I don't get is people who are letting that frustration translate to thinking that that he shouldn't have been out there. Like people need to Google results oriented thinking just because a result happens doesn't mean that the decision was wrong. Tibbs had his five best players on the court to close. And like anybody who thinks for RJ to close over quickly, you need two things to be in your favor. One, RJ has to have been better than quickly. And two, you need like, to be facing a big team because quickly hasn't just been marginally better than RJ this season. It's been, there's a fucking crater between the two of them as players this season. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. Like, because RJ was the number three pick and quickly was the number 25 pick. There's still like, and because RJ starts and quickly doesn't quickly is the better basketball player right now. And I feel like there's a lot of Nick fans who don't really seem to understand that they're still like attached to RJ's potential, which I agree is still there. I'm very high on RJ. Like I'm, I love RJ. I tweeted about him tonight. Like I'm big RJ guy, but if we're just being objective or being rational, you're going to close with quickly more than you're going to close with RJ. That's the correct decision. So I don't know. I don't understand people who don't understand that. Like it, it hasn't even been close. Um, so yeah, I mean, we can get into the Josh Hart thing, but if you want RJ to play more, 
he's got to play better. Um, that's just my that's just my 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 opinion on that matter. Yeah, I just <clears throat> I think the um, the Arjun conversation is just like he needs to be play he needs to play better than the dudes in front of him, and he shouldn't be closing the game just because he was the third overall pick. Um, and ultimately speaking, like he's regressed significantly this off um the season. He didn't. He didn't even have to finish it tonight, which I do think is a question of can he finish around like rim protection? Which even though Gobert has been diminished this season, Gobert still provides that in spades. So like I kind of feel like Gobert gave him trouble. He couldn't really like finish in the trees, and like the teams he was finishing against it was the Clippers. It was well, not the Clippers, but it was like the Lakers who were like playing Anthony Davis hobbles. It was like the Denver Nuggets who were notoriously without any rim protection. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm struggling to, like, understand what more he can, like, I know he can do, but it's just, like, I don't buy him, like, being able to do it. I just, when you're, like, finishing in the trees like that, trying to go over three people, and that seems to be a common thread, for like the last four years, I just don't know how much more you can like say, oh, we need to like give him time or, oh, he needs development or, or he needs reps. It just kind of feels like that's what he is. And it's unfortunate to see in some instances like that. Yeah. Talk about Arjun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, going to the tirade. Schwinn takes a deep breath. He's like, "Here we go again." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm still like, I'm still the same opinion I've been for a while, where it's like, not really interested in trading him for somebody other than a guy who I view as like a clear cut quality third creator or third offensive option, whatever. Like I'm sorry, McCall Bridges, who uh, the Nets offense currently has a 107.8 offensive rating with in 16 games, doesn't qualify. He can go fucking eat a dick, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but like seven offense. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Their their offense is actually seven points better with him off the floor. I mean, I know it's amazing. It's hard to believe considering they're he's the, a budding uh, superstar. Yeah, he's a budding superstar with just their their amazing bun- abundance of talent and uh, youth that they possess. Uh, but like, I I I don't blame anybody that's so just sick and tired of watching RJ because like some of the shit the shit like. How many fucking times are you going to drive without kicking? I just said. That's it. Can I just hop in real quick? I, I, I actually no. thought nope. he opened the game. I, I, I actually thought he opened the game really well from a process. He did. he did. He had eight points on two shots, including a missed free throw. And he made a number of really nice reads. He made this one pass to the corner. But, the, uh, but then he gets frustrated. And it's like, oh, I yeah. just, it's like, I need more. Like I know, I know he can. I know he can give me stretches. I know that. Like I've I've known that since his rookie season that he can give me stretches of like that level of play. I need him to do it consistently. I don't need him to give me stretches anymore. I fucking know he can give me stretches. I need three, four, five, six. I need a fucking month. I need a month. 
Like, you want to know why I'm not going to shit on quickly tonight? Because I, for basically for like four months, the guy's been 45 from the field, 40 from three, like efficient offense, quality defense, whatever the fuck. Like, that's why I'm not going to shit on him. Hart could have a bad game tomorrow. I'm not going to shit on him. You know why? Because he's fucking done it since he got here. RJ this entire year has been like, it's like, and, and a lot of it's just been bad. Like his defense has just been bad. Just been bad for most of the season. We're going to be real. So at that point, it's like, okay, well then I need you to be good offensively, which is, you know, I guess he fancies himself some kind of fucking like great offensive player. I, I don't know. I, I would love to show him his basketball reference page uh, and, and be like, I just want you to know that 53 true shooting is not actually great. It's actually pretty fucking awful. Um, you should maybe strive for more than that. But like, like I, I don't, I don't begrudge anybody that is off the RJ bandwagon, but where I am like against the entire idea of like, like if you want to trade RJ, I'm fine with that. Right. But to me, I'm, like, I'm okay. Like, I, I would trade RJ for like future draft capital or something like that. I am not interested in trading RJ Barrett for like the functional three and D role players of the world. Oh, OG Ananobi, what a prize. Like, yeah, I love to trade him for the standstill fucking wannabe bodybuilder uh, who literally shoots like 75% on drives, by the way. It's like one of the worst percentage guys on drives the entire nba uh yeah that that like, no i don't want to trade him for that i'm sorry i don't care that doesn't move the needle to me yet yeah, you are you gonna win like five or six more regular season games based on their current regular season level of play sure is that really what i'm trying to do here no it's not like i can already do that by acquiring josh hart who is better than og and Anobi. and it's probably better than mid cal bridges uh certainly we'll get Paid less than that fucking loser. I was I was gonna ask you, Schwinn, because you I mean I assume you were joking, but you were like, I would trade RJ straight up for McDaniels. So I was like, where does Macau Bridges fall on the RJ McDaniels? McDaniels is an actual lockdown defender. That's the difference. McDaniels literally had Randall in an ISO at the end of the game today and didn't give him up. He blocked a shot. McCall Bridges has Randall in an ISO and he's probably gonna fall on his fucking face. And or get roasted. Fucking, yeah, get roasted and probably have like fucking Jalen. I mean, Jalen Brunson's always roasting him. So it's like, yeah, Jalen Brunson and Josh are probably fucking tag him on some Twitter posts and be like, haha, you suck ass loser. Like, <sighs> and like, I don't know. I, I think there's a, there's, to me, there's a clear difference. I think Daniels is like, what, he's like six nine. His wingspan is like seven foot plus for sure, it looks like. Um, and when I've watched Mr. I've been really impressed. I think his mid range scoring has real upside. I think he showed some real like shot making upside that I just don't buy with fucking bridges. He's also like six years younger, so that kind of makes a difference. Yeah. Um, I was, like, I was just, I was just joking. To no, I, I know, I know, I, I know you were, but there's a kernel of truth in every joke. And like to answer kernel, your kind of joke is like, I think that there's actually just a lot more upside with McDaniel's. Like I think there's stuff there that this. If this Edwards injury persists through the rest of the season, I, I think they might find some shit out about McDaniels that like you wouldn't have known otherwise. I do. Like I, I think there's shit there with him that will never exist with mid Cal Bridges. Speaking of shit, Kevin Stern says Brunson had shit running down his leg in those last eight minutes. Yeah, he he yeah, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the third quarter, 
he uh, he made a layup on like a fast break or a, it, it was it was the really it put us up four. Um, I that was think. in the fourth, right? Yeah, maybe in the fourth. He landed. Re- it looked like he grimaced pretty bad when he landed, and like I don't know, maybe I'm just being too sensitive to it because like I don't know, I'm just weird, but like. I don't know. It just looked like he landed funny on his foot, and I wonder if that affected. I don't know. I could just be making it up in my head. Did yeah, I, I'm not willing to give that excuse because he was very willing to pound the fucking rock with two <laughs> seconds left, and then be like, "Oh, I'll give it to IQ." Like, no, dude. Like, he he had. I don't know. I get maybe maybe you're right. You might be right, um, and we'll see. Maybe the injury report comes out tomorrow, and it's like. Oh, Jalen Brunson out for the rest of the season. Who knows? But like, wow, Schwinn, no, just I mean, speaking. That would be that would be the very Nixie thing to occur, right? I said it. I said it tonight. The very most Nixie thing that could happen is that Julius Randle have a fucking career high and we lose the game. Lo and behold, that's what happened. Um, but like, Jalen Brunson, like, I just thought his decision making all game was off. Like, and I know it's again, it sounds crazy when you look at his line. So twenty three and ten. I think he only had like what three turnovers. Is that right? Um. Two? It felt like five. Yeah, he, he just there were definitely possessions where they weren't turnovers, but he gave guys bad, like put guys in bad the spots. grenades. Yeah, and yeah, like that that's such a good point, Sam. I'm I'm sorry, like Brunson assists aren't how do I say this? Not always. Not always. I know what you're saying. There are games where like he gets guys the ball in spots where like you good spots. Good yes. comfort spot. Like he got, he got like three assists tonight. I know this for a fact. Go back go to his, he got at least three assists tonight, where he just tossed the ball to Julius, and Julius was on a fucking heater. And he, like there was one he tossed it to Julius where he got bailed out. Like he had nowhere to go, and he he like kind of tossed it, so it had to hit it a bounce, and then Julius had to walk into it, and then Julius pump faked, and then went up on Nasri and hit a three. And it's like he got an assist for that. I know he got an assist for that. I'm like, that's not an assist, dude. Like that—that's just not an assist. Like, you, you did not make that shit happen. Like that—that that was Julius saving your ass, and he had—he had a lot of those tonight. And it's like that's why, like you, if anybody that watched that game for forty minutes, if you tell them like, oh yeah, no man, like Brunson had a great offensive game, you're an idiot. Fucking idiot you think that? Like honestly, you're an idiot. And like that doesn't mean like Brunson's a great offensive player. He just had a did not have it tonight. He did not have a great offensive game tonight. That's okay. That happens. It is what it is. Uh, and again, the Knicks didn't lose the game because of offense. They lost the game because fucking Torian Prince decided to be Steph Curry for one night. Uh, Jalen Brunson, just speaking with reporters post game. I was terrible. I got to be better. It starts with me. I got to be yeah, better. All right, me. then fucking do it. That's it. <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, I don't, I never want to hear these guys tell me that's cool. Great. You told me, you need show it. me. Just do it to you're playing Miami on Wednesday. No better time. Now, if they win that game, this doesn't even matter. It literally yeah. doesn't matter. If they win that game, this game does not matter. Because they go four games up on Miami in the lost column again. They win the fucking regular season series them outright. The Nets will probably piss away a few games because their offense is absolute dog shit. Okay. These guys are literally a bottom five of the league offense. Um, so, you know, I know mid Cal bridges, everybody's favorite, but you know, the guy fucking's trash. Dinwiddie's a fucking scumbag. Uh, fucking Cam Man, Johnson. They have a really tough schedule. Yeah. Cam Johnson's 37 years old, actually. Uh, you know, Tyrese, do you think his, are you, are we sure that Cam Johnson's 
birth certificates, not from like fucking, you know, Malaysia? yeah, like Somalia or something. <laughs> oh, might be. Yeah, he, might be he, right. might, he might have the good old Dominican birth certificate. <laughs> like, where they just be faking ages. I don't know. Like, you, you remember that, that clip of that movie where he goes, like, I am 12? And it has, like, <laughs> that might be cameras. That might Who's be that kid? That Danny it's, Almonte? It's, it yeah, might be Danny uh, Almonte. <laughs> Terry, you've, you've seen the bench warmers? Yeah, I've seen the bench warmers. Who has seen the bench warmers, dude? Anyway, I don't know. I mean, it's, look, it's a, it's a, I feel like that's pretty. He might, he might have G month, he might have G Montanero's certificate. I don't know. It's, a, it's a really bad movie, but that's a really funny part. <laughs> the ID just says, I am 12. <laughs> Schwinn, to your point earlier about RJ putting it on to, on himself to win the next game, 96 still says, LOL, if RJ puts it on himself to win the game, he's going to be more selfish. That's the problem! That is, you know, I, I know, I so that, um, he had a play, I think, in the, might have been the third quarter, whatever it was. He had a drive. Uh, I think it was the one that we talked about earlier where, like, he had, it was like a, it was a kind of, it was like a three on four fast break, right? Like not a fast break, but it's like you can push the tempo a little bit. And he's got Randall on the wing. He's got somebody else in the corner. It's probably not a possession where you should, you're going to get a point. But it's like, okay, you drive in and try to see what happens. But then you spray it out. Instead of spraying it out, that's the one where he got the offensive foul. And it's like, I could see the offensive foul happening in real time. And I'm like, there's such a difference between you and Josh Hart in these positions. Like there just is. Where you it's see like, why Thibs is like more. He has no play him. His functional strength fucking sucks on offense. It fucking sucks on offense. Compared like Josh Hart's functional strength on offense, especially in transition, compared to RJ, is like seven billion years. Like it's it, it's it's what is it? Uh, what was the Warriors thing? Light years. Light, Light years. years beyond. Like, it's crazy. Like, Hart after that had, like, two transition takes where he just bodied fucking Nasri out of the way. He bodied some other fucking idiot out of the way. And neither of them are – they're both, like, very obvious non-fouls. RJ has no ability – because you know what he does, right? When he, when he sees contact about happen, what does he do? He slows down, and then he, like, puts his four – he never just – goes into it never he's never just full speed into contact that's the difference that's the difference like you are built he's stronger than josh hart josh hart's what like six four two fifteen i think mm-hmm. rj is definitely bigger than that he's six six x two thirty probably two thirty five two forty two forty it, it, it is strange how pretty much rj's entire career <laughs> you really never see him and this is this is in the ha- it is this is a problem in the half court too RJ doesn't like throwing his body into defenders and it hurts his efficiency because one, he draws less noticeable contact, but two, the only direction to go if you're not going into the defender is to go away. So that's why you see these kind of below the basket layups where he's fading away. And that's, those are just lower efficiency shots than if your momentum's going towards the basket. I feel like it's a problem he's had almost his entire career. It also makes no sense. Cause it's like, you're built like a, like, what is the point of being you? What is the fucking point of being you if you won't use it? Like, it's like if I was built like Derrick Henry and I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to be a dancer. I only, I only want to run outside zone. 
I don't want to run between the tackles. Just give me stretch plays all the time. What the fuck is the point of me, of you being Derrick Henry then? What the fuck? Like, what is the fucking point of you being RJ Barrett if all you want to do is try to be some finesse, fucking bullshit ass, coward ass, fucking pussy ass player? What is the point of that? What is the actual point of you being built like that? There's no point to that. You're not Drew Barry Hamlin, Sanders. Yo. You're not fucking Barry Sanders, dude. You're not Marshall Falk. You might be Earl Campbell if you fucking embrace it, though. You might be. I don't know. But you got to fucking embrace it. If you're going to sit here and have these fucking games like tonight where he's pussyfooting around, oh, I don't want to fucking, let me style, let me, you're, stop fucking Euro-stepping, bro. You're not a Euro-step guy. You're not a crossover guy. You're not an off-the-dribble guy. Brute you're Jimmy Forrest. Butler. Go fucking embrace me. Be the bus. Be Jerome Bettis. Jerome Bettis knew what the fuck he was. He that, was a piece of shit idiot that ran between the fucking tackles and got three and a half yards for play. But let me tell you, when you needed two yards, he could get you those two yards. That's what he did. When I need, I need RJ Barrett. I need when I when this fucking guy brings it up in transition and he takes it upon himself. I'm gonna go attack the basket. I need two points or I need a foul call. If you don't get me either of those, you can go fuck yourself. And tonight was a total go fuck yourself game. That behind the back pass he had today in transition. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck was that? He that was like no not a soul in the fucking stadium thought that was a pass. And he threw like it's like who what what the hell was that? What the fuck was that play? It's like he literally drove into traffic and was like, "Oh my god, I have nowhere to go." And then and Brunson was just like, "Oh, the behind the back one. Yeah. Oh my gosh!" And Brunson was just like, "Oh yeah, dude, my bad. I guess whatever. Sure, yeah, it's made. Yeah, yeah. Guess I didn't see that. Like, because nobody fucking saw that. Because you know why? Everybody thought you were gonna drive into sixteen fucking dudes in the paint and force up some bullshit shot like you normally do. Like it is on him to just be a better player. Be a better player. Man, RJ Barrett, man." Um, the Vex says whoever encouraged RJ to gain all, gain all that weight and get fat should be fired immediately and should stay far away from MSG. It'd probably be like Drew Hamlin or something, I assume. Um, walk like Frazier. Skinny. What happened, Tyrese? Even if he gets skinny, I don't trust him to have touch, so I don't care. That's gotten better, though. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's getting... gotten better because he's been so ass at it. That's the problem. This yeah. is BS. No, I mean, I want to address this comment in fairness. Jake is one of our great patrons hey, uh, of, our, of our Discord. Shout out, Jake. Um, I disagree with this for this reason. He plays more than 27 minutes tonight if he doesn't play like an idiot. He played like an idiot tonight. He takes more than eight shots tonight if he doesn't turn the ball over four times. I think three of those were in transition. Like, he... I, th- I just he, he I was, think what Jake's saying is that... Tonight. I, I just... Schwinn I, think, Schwinn, I think what Jake's saying is that it seems that RJ is the only one being held to, like, a macro standard. Like, you're basically taking the frustration you have with him on the season and applying it to this single game and holding him to... Because these scenarios keep happening! Yeah, like, I don't... I, don't, like, I, I praised him last game. No, I agree, but I'm just saying. I, I pray, that- but I when he plays well, I praise him. It's not like it's not like when he plays well. I sit here, with my head in the sand. I'm like, oh my god, 
Deuce McBride's performance on the bench tonight was fantastic. Like, no, <laughs> I fucking say like RJ Barrett was all. I praised. I said RJ Barrett. That was maybe his best game of the season last game. No, I agree. No, he was fantastic. I, 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 he, I think when I think he has I a game, but like I need like the guy. I need to see him have two great games in a row. Is that so much to ask for? No, it's not. I agree with you. I, I like, agree. I'm not you. asking for him to ha- fucking give me like two fucking like. 40 pieces together. But tonight, this is a night. Okay. Look at the fucking Wolves' wings. It's Torian Prince, Kyle Anderson, Jaden McDaniels, J- Jalen Noel. Those are wings. I need him to be able to win a matchup there. What did he do tonight? Jalen Noel scored more than him. Jaden McDaniels scored more than him. But don't, but don't you think it was kind of a weird contextual game where. No. Like, I think it was weirdly contextual because he played like shit. And so Tibbs was like, no, but, but he played like shit. And so Tibbs was like, if you're going to play like shit and Randall's going off, I'd much rather have IQ on the floor than you right now. But he should always, I don't know. Shouldn't he, shouldn't he, when Randall and Brunson are your first and second option, you should always, like, in my opinion, when, uh, when Brunson and Randall are, Going off, like of the four options, but Brunson wasn't range, going off tonight. No, I agree. I'm just, I'm just saying that Randall was kind of doing enough for both of them. And this but, is like, my point: but, is like, but you need another guy. Like we saw, we lost tonight because I mean, not again, not purely because of this. We scored 134. Obviously not because of this. If another, if either, if if RJ just has, if he doesn't have idiotic transition turnovers you you might just win that game regulation you might like like i'm sorry and his his defense tonight i could clip like 10 plays tonight the guy's just playing like you know he's on dsl and everybody else is on fucking 5g that's your fucking dog i I agree with you i just i just let me try and rephrase my point because i don't think i phrased it very well what i'm saying is that i think that I think that we agree on two points. We agree that RJ wasn't good tonight and Brunson wasn't good tonight. And okay, we also I'll, I'll, hold on real quick, real quick. I got people telling me I want to this. Were the two games where it's not the Portland the Portland game was the second game, right? So the Portland Remember? game was the Nuggets game. It was the Nuggets game and then before that was the Portland game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. The Portland game was not a great RJ game. That was fine. He had like 17 points. Like he did not play particularly great defense. That was not some outstanding RJ game. Come on, give me a break. Like RJ, he had, he had, he had just to be clear, he had twenty two and five on thirteen shots. Yes, but. he was fine. He was fine. He was fine. That was not a fit. Like that was. I, I'm not even. I'm not calling that a great IQ performance. He had twenty six on like fourteen shots or something. Like I, mm-hmm. nothing about the, the the Blazers are terrible. Like I'm sorry. Like we just we took care of business as a team yeah. collectively. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm not, I'm not giving either of those guys. Nobody gets nobody gets credit for that game beyond just like you did your job. Congrats. Sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. Okay, right. so I, I think we agree on two things. We agree that RJ wasn't great tonight and Brunson wasn't great tonight. And Brunson has been so much better than RJ this year that he deserves a longer leash in terms of how you criticize him. So I, I think we're at the same spot there but what i'm saying is that i feel like in your critique of rj 
in terms of isolating this game, you're letting feelings about the other 71 games creep in. And I feel like that's where Jake because is. Because they're all connected. They're all con- A lot of these issues are con- are like compounding on top of each other. That's the problem. Like, but so they, when yeah. I'm talking about this game, I'm talking about these are issues that are prevalent throughout the season. These are issues that have been prevalent throughout his career. The lack of passing, out of drives, the mediocre defense, the bad finishing, the iffy shot. These are problems that have been consistent, and there hasn't been a – you haven't seen, like, a stretch where you're like, okay, these issues have been not – if not muted, then completely gone. They're, they're, that's they're... the problem. And the problem is, like, he doesn't have a high ceiling compared to other guys on this team. The fact that quickly has surpassed him is nuts. It should I'll, not I'll be it, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way, right? Like, okay, when is the last time RJ had a bad shooting game, but he locked down on defense? Whew. You're asking to dig up something. Just, just honestly, just tell like if you can't think of that off the top of your head, that says something. Well, I but I can't think his, of like because his second year in the yeah. league, his second year in the league, I promise you, if I'd asked you that question, we'd have thought of like three off the top of our head. Yeah. Like I mean, even the beginning of he's last letting, year. Uh, the, the the Boston game. He played well that game though. He didn't shoot well. He was below fifty percent. Ten of twenty-two. I mean, and he had what twenty-nine points. You said when was the last time he didn't shoot well? That's and a good games? offensive game. You said when was the last time he didn't shoot well? I just so, ten of twenty-two as well. That's like ten of twenty-two for twenty-nine okay. points of shooting well. Like, come on, come on, Jeff. Come on, I, stats guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't think a sub fifty percent shooting percentage is. I don't. I, That's I thought fine. He, That's fine. That's fine. Come on. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. I'm talking about like okay. like a fucking six two of like, like twelve. What about what about what about what about the Boston game before that? He was four or fourteen. He didn't play well. That game. I he said saw, that at the time. I didn't think he played he, well that game. He hit the three and that was it. No, no, no. He's talking about the game before. That. Yeah, no, in, in Boston. In Boston. No, no, no. no, no, no. He's talking about, no, no, talking about the game home. at the Garden. The game with no Jalen. Okay. Oh, he didn't play well that. Oh. Yeah, he didn't play that well. He didn't close that game for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he was. I mean, single game. No, I, I, like, I, like I'm saying, like, like the different, like his second year, right? He finishes second year, and people are like, "Oh, his efficiency. Oh, he shot forty percent for three, but he's only fifty three shooting." And I'm like, I don't care, man, because like the defense he played this year, fantastic defense. Like, if we get that, and this guy gets even to like fifty five, fifty six years shooting. That's a fucking solid ass player. Even Tyrese agreed with that. Then Tyrese is like, "Yeah, dude, if he gets it like 55 for shooting and he's playing this level of defense, like we're fucking good. Like that, that's we're doing really fucking well. Like, we're playing at the fucking parade. Like, yeah, that that's a great fucking player. And right now we have neither the fifty five, fifty six true shooting guy nor the guy that played the defense that year. At least if he was still playing the defense that he played that year, I could still be like, I still think he's probably worth the contract then." He not he, I think he's almost definitely worth the contract then. Like almost like even with the fucking dog shit three point shooting, if he's giving you that level of defense with subpar efficiency, that's a plus player on the wing because that's a versatile defender. Because he's a versatile. He's not giving you that. He's not fighting. He's not competing. There were so many rebounds today. There were so many rebounds today that I yeah. saw where he just didn't fucking battle. And I'm like. His contested rebound percentage for the fucking year isn't good. Like, he doesn't 
use his body. He doesn't use his strength. He doesn't use his size effectively on the boards. And I'm sorry. For me, personally, I'm always a rebounds guy. I've always been a defensive rebounds guy. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves is if you don't get defensive rebounds, you don't compete for defensive rebounds. And he's been miserable this year with it. Like, actually miserable. Uh, And, like, it just... On a night like tonight, where you didn't have much margin for error to begin with. You didn't have any margin for error to begin with because of how the fucking Wolves shot tonight. Those things stand out. You know, like on another night where the Wolves just shoot normal, even if they just shot like 50% from the field, we win that game at like 20. And so I think, I think, I think, I, I mean, I, I hate to just like keep pushing back, but whatever. I just think where you lose me with this is if you want to say that RJ has been an outlier for the team, and we want to discuss the team this this entire season. I'm right there with you. Look at the fucking impact metrics. They're a joke. The Knicks are like 11 points per 100 better with RJ off the court. He's the only player in the Knicks' entire rotation who's a negative when he's on the court. All the impact stats hate him. So, like, all the stuff you and Tyrese are saying about, like, his overall impact and what he's done this season, like, I don't see how anybody rational or objective could argue with that. But – we're, if we're breaking down this game, I, I think don't, like, I don't, this game. I really I don't of- understand making such a high percentage of the conversation about a guy who left the game when we were up five and watched them below the lead from the bench and had 13 points on don't, four of eight. Don't straight. you think if he's playing well this game, his size makes a difference down the stretch? Yeah, but like it, I just he wasn't in. Like the you stretch. couldn't, you couldn't. We were conceding a mismatch every fucking time down the floor because Tibbs watched him piss his pants through mm-hmm. 27 minutes and was like, I'm done with you tonight. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just done with you tonight. And I'm going to just fucking close with these undersized lineups that are going to give up rebounds. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't, it, he fucking sucked tonight. I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, and I don't think Brunson played well tonight either. But, like, at least, again, we talked about this, like, Brunson has a lot more credit in the bank this year than RJ. RJ sucked tonight. He really did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that because I didn't tweet it because God knows if I tweeted it, I'd have 7 billion people in my mentions be like, oh, you're being too hard on RJ. I had other people be like, oh, RJ is the worst contract in the NBA. Like, yeah. I don't want to deal with either of those fucking things. <laughs> but he played a fucking what's, terrible game tonight. What's and funny, Schwinn, is I'm, I'm dealing with those two parts. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. I made an active choice to not tweet about RJ tonight because I, I didn't want to deal with that. But like, I made an active he, choice to not tweet about him all year to avoid he, that. He played a bad game tonight. He played a bad game tonight. And the numbers aren't going to tell you the whole story because part of the reason why the numbers look maybe not as bad as they would have is because Tibbs saw how he played. And at some point in third quarter, was like, I've seen enough. Or the, when he, he came back in the fourth quarter, he was like, I've seen enough. I'm done with him. And he pulled him. And he was right to pull him. He was terrible. I thought it was terrible tonight. Like, I, I thought that was a joke of a performance. Um, I don't know if he boxed out once tonight. I know J.D. McDaniels looked like a way better player than him. Yes. Um, J.D. McDaniels <laughs> had 18 points. Offensive rebounds. I'd He's fucking amazing. <laughs> I'd, imagine, I'd imagine both of – I'm almost positive – that both of Jaden McDaniel's offensive rebounds came against RJ. Yeah. 
I can check uh, those right now for you. RJ Barrett at 13 points on eight shots. Congratulations. Three assists to efficiency, baby. He had four turnovers tonight. He had four personal fouls in 27 minutes. He was terrible tonight. I don't it, like the, the box score isn't going to do justice how bad he was. That's what I think. Like he was yeah. that bad tonight. I just think like Bronson was bad too. And I mean, we haven't even talked about the fact Mitch didn't. Even but play. at some point, like, like I, I've seen games, right, where RJ's bad. But Brunson is good. Also, Randall is good, uh, and they and they, and they can. I like. When is the last time we had a game where Brunson was bad, and Randall was bad, and everybody's bad? And like, can RJ just bring us home one night? Like, is that is that too much to ask for? That one night, RJ is our savior. You still got some time left on the season, Schwinn. You might yeah, just get your. He wish. still got some, but like, like at some point, I need to see that. Like it's not. Don't you think it's kind of hard though with the way the team's structured? Oh come I on! Think it, I think it's I think it's hard because they don't trust him with the rock. Like I wouldn't trust him. I'll put I'll put it this way, right? I'll put it this way for a good reason. I don't think like Art or Randall had a pass today in the corner late in the game to quickly quickly shot three. He missed it, but it was a very like instinctive play. He doesn't make that pass to RJ. Hundred percent. He doesn't trust RJ. He doesn't trust him. I promise you that. Can you blame them this year, though? You can't. He hasn't given them much reason to. I would not trust RJ Barrett if he was on Truth Social. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's All right. crazy racist. Like- <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. 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 Tyrese Trump. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Shit, Trump is giving me more comfort high brick threes than RJ Barrett. Oh right. Wait, you're, 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 Jeff, you're probably right though. Like we are probably focusing too much on RJ on a night. They're like, really, the story here is Julius Randle. It's also just like Torian Prince. Torian Prince made being the most, yeah. an asshole. Torian <laughs> Prince made the most annoying shots. Fucking. I mean, the most annoying made, thing was when he made that layup at the end, and he was like, "Let's wrap this shit up." Like, all right, my nigga, like you are not like this at all. Like, stop. <laughs> Stop you know, it. you know, you know, Sam is mad when he drops the N word. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, like this game really had me fast because I'm like, yo, like he's not like this. And why is he doing this? Like people were tweeting all night about Julius Randle dropping 50. And they were like, all right, if Julius Randle drops 50, I'm done with this league. Like it's fake. He's got the Corey Brewer line. It's like, bro, do y'all not see what Torian Prince is doing? Also, he dropped Julius 35 shots. points on 13 shots. That's yeah, insane. Also, Julius's shots were like really hard. Nuts. Yeah, they were really hard. He was awesome. It yeah, actually man, uh, that, like, it really saddened me that we we've lost this game where he dropped where did he drop fifty seven tonight. We lost uh, the game where RJ dropped forty four. Yeah, we dropped forty. Yeah, Jalen Brunson dropped, dropped forty twice, and we lost those all yeah, home like, losses. Colin, we've, we've dropped out. we've dropped some really pathetic losses. They dropped guys. the one in San Antonio when I watched. Oh. God. And yeah, well, that's because no one put up a historic performance though. But, no, right now forty one. He had 41? Yeah. It's not historic. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> That's pretty we only care about 40 balls in the garden, man. We don't care about 40 balls in San Antonio. Nobody cares about what you want to go see, all right? <laughs> I'm happy they lost when you went to go see them. Mixtape <laughs> 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 says it might sound insane, but did anyone else think we froze out Jew? Um, a bit. I think he was tired. Night. He was. He was gassed. Yeah, he was done. I think he was. If you drop yeah, like 51 in three quarters. Yeah. Possessions. 
I, I think it also plays into that thing that Jeff was talking about with the the guys not being able to like balance whether they wanted to go off or whether they wanted to you know um get Julius going. It's um, a I Brunson felt like thing. a lot of that. I think it's a yeah, Brunson thing. I'll put it that yeah, way. Brunson made a lot of shaky decisions, especially throwing live grenades in that fourth quarter. Brunson Brunson did a lot of special special things. We, we needed we needed a real fuller general like Mike Conley <laughs> tonight. So no, we didn't. No, we did. <laughs> what did he say? No, no. no Mike Conley would have brought us home. Don't right. do that. No, don't do that. No, it, but he Brunson had a lot of his very like you know. Brunson was like, "All right, it's time for me to cook now." And it's like, "Well, you don't got to go in tonight." So. Let's he, stop. he had a lot of he had a lot of very he, like he know, did the skip Bayless is my turn. You told me it was my turn. He he had a lot of inspirational <laughs> short video moments tonight. <laughs> All right. Ba- bottle stop had a conniption. Like this must be the worst bottle stop game because he was just like looking at Julius Randle going off and he's like creaming his pants and then you see Jalen Brunson like doing this shit and he's just like <laughs> You know what it is though? Like tonight I feel like Brunson was caught between like it felt like he was caught between let me get my shot versus I need to get other guys going. And it's like, I would rather just hit like, I would rather him just be like, I'm just going to focus, like just focus on one, just focus on one. And it felt like, like he made two shots. I think at the end of the third quarter, uh, both of them to give us the lead actually in both instances, but it was like, he kind of, <laughs> thanks Zach. It is a nice hoodie. It's very good. Catch us in the store. Um, but like he he had a couple of it just felt like he was very conscious of his shooting percentages tonight, is probably the best way to put it. Where it was like like you can see how quickly too, where it's like he missed one, he's like, Oh fuck, I shit I can't take the next shot. It's like, motherfucker, take the next shot if you're open. But he, he had one of Quickly did do that, and that's yeah. what made me think that he was like literally. I've never seen quickly do that, and I said that's why I said I genuinely think they were like, "Holy shit!" If I miss two in a row, and a night Randall has fifty-seven, you know, like I genuinely think they were unsure of themselves for that reason because there was this weird dynamic where, like, on one hand, they're trying to get Randall to sixty, and it's like this special individual performance, but on the other hand, they're trying to like stay within themselves, play free, and try to win the fucking game. I just think that's a really weird dynamic. Um, I think I understand that more quickly. I need Bruns to be above that, though. Yes, I 100% agree. All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna address this finally. All right, uh, team has been on a three-game winning streak before this game. RJ in those three games: 30, 22, 21, and 55.8 shooting. We lose one game. He doesn't play well. He's on the bench. What have you done for me lately? Okay, congratulations. Played three good games. <laughs> what do you want to do here? You want me to fucking throw a party for the guy? Like I feel like the bar has been lowered significantly. He, like, I'm not holding him to some insane standard. I'm asking him to be a quality starter. Like, can he give us these three games the whole year? I, I don't like even ask him for the whole year. I'm just asking for like a be a quality game. starter. That's like yeah. being like a plus two rating guy. Be that's Jillian, that's like being a plus two rating guy. Can he do okay. that? Can can he can he for like this is a game tonight? Okay, okay. You don't you don't get a lot of shots. That's not totally on him, right? That's kind of the nature of their offense. Fine. 
Can you give me plus defense on one of these guys tonight? No, he couldn't fucking do anything tonight on defense. He did nothing on defense. He fucking let Jalen McDaniels just dump in on a fucking offensive rebounds, doing absolutely nothing. Like, I'm sorry. I need more from a guy that I paid hundreds of million dollars for. That is a third overall pick. I expect more. That's that's just me. And if that comes across as hating, I'm sorry. I don't hate him. Tyrese hates him. I do. Tyrese hates him. No. I don't hate him. I, just, I don't I hate him. I just want more. Like I want more. I expect more. And I think I like. I don't think it's insane to expect that because we've seen it from him. That's the most frustrating part of all of this. We have seen better sustained stretches from this player. That is it. Goldberg. And I that it up here. bums me out that he fucking sucked ass tonight to me anyway. And that I thought Brunson sucked tonight again to me. Uh, and that we wasted what was an all time epic Julius performance today. Like, we, like if for nothing else, I would have, I wish we won that game just because Julius had what he, I mean, he, he was fantastic tonight. There's really no other way to put it. He was amazing. Carried us on his back. Yeah, it was great. him the most. That third quarter was absolutely stunning. Um, but yeah, um, Jake is really, you know, coming at Schwinn in these comments with, you know, this RJ pushback. He's had two month stretches of good basketball this season. Great. How long is the season? Yeah, I mean, I just think that, I mean, I don't know if it's, like, perfectly in the middle, but, like, I just don't think you can argue that RJ's been good this season. He hasn't. There's no argument for it. There's not a fucking argument for RJ Barry having been good this season. There's not one. He's a fucking good – he's a sub-efficiency level player offensively for his position by effective field goal percentage, by field goal percentage, by three-point percentage, by true shooting percentage, by any fucking metric, he's been a subpar scoring – option at his position he is a garbage assist player for his usage that's a fact that's a fact for his usage his assist rate is trash okay that is it and on top of this he's been terrible defensively he has been not good defense if you want to say if you want to say terrible is an overstatement fine he has not been good defensively so what has he done well this year to me, the only thing he's done well is he's he shown me the only thing he's done well this year, and I consistently say this is he has shown that his ability to finish on drives has improved. Like <laughs> there is a lot more variance and nuance to his finishing on drives. That's a very micro thing he's improved, and I I think that micro skill that he's improved can lead to an overall improvement of his macro game. But it has not happened yet this year. And so when it has not happened yet, I think it's okay to criticize him for poor performances. And I'm sorry. Tonight was an atrocious performance for me, for him. I I expect more from him. And I expect more from him considering the stretch that he had just been on. He was just putting together, like, oh, he had just put together three games that you could say were good games. Good games. Not fantastic, not special, not spectacular. Good games. And what does he do tonight? 
What does he do? He has a good first quarter, and then he just takes a fucking shit for the next three quarters. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm not going to give him fucking... I just have no interest in, like... Like, it's okay to criticize him for that shit, man. It's okay. Like, he, he'll be fine. He, I know I'd be fine if I signed a $107 million guaranteed contract, and people were I mean, shitting me we, on... We, we criticized a certain someone all of last year. and We, you know. I, we shit on Julius all the time, and guess what? When Julius plays well, what do we do? We just say he plays well. Great job. Good job. Like, if he plays well, I'll credit him for it. I love, I want, I want to. We give want RJ. these players to play well. I it, want RJ It benefits to be good, us. <laughs> I, I want RJ to be good. Like, I, that's all I can say. Like, I want RJ to fucking ball out. But if he's not, like, he didn't do it tonight. I don't think it's crazy to, to say that. And, Again, like even within that context, like we we scored one thirty four tonight. The only thing we lost tonight because fucking Torian Prince decided to have the game of his fucking career. You know, that's it. That is that's what it is. Mixtape says um, the Orlando game before the break was the last RJ game when he played good defense with bad offense. Someone can look into that. Well, yeah, no, uh, he 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 did, and he played good on offense though in the fourth quarter, but he was terrible on defense for most of that game. And they actually targeted him in pick and rolls in the second and third quarter. Um, and it was pathetic to watch. And I talked about it then. And, um, Man, you know, your, your memory is really impressive. If, like, if, yeah, if like, <laughs> I, I, I watch these games, I watch these games multiple times. And I, I don't know, like maybe I'm just getting fucking old because they just disappear from my head. You know, like, I promise, get, I promise like, you, you're younger right. than me. Uh, but like, if, if these are the things we're going to, like, Again, like if, if this is what we're brain. if we're gonna like talk about like oh this is weird like well he had this stri- yeah that that's a good game whatever but like <laughs> I don't know man at some point we should talk about like man I love that three month stretch he had do we ever talk about that RJ Bear I want to I want to I want to focus on one thing you talked about with the rebounding the rebounding is incredibly frustrating because how many fucking times are they going to watch tape of RJ standing there under the basket and not even making the slightest attempt to put a body on somebody? Like somebody has to show him a clip of him losing a jump ball to a six, three dude and be like, okay, you can't out jump guys. your si- You can't out leap guys, your size. So the only way to stop anyone near you from getting a rebound over you is to put a body on them. And he'd done that recently. And he just like forgot about it tonight. There was, I mean, I thought you were generous to him. There was four or five possessions where he literally just fucking stood there. Like, he just doesn't even try. I don't know. I don't know, man. And, like, tonight is the night to lock in on those things because you know Julius has it going. It's it's about focusing on the ancillary things, the ancillary things. When, Julie, when you know you're not going to get your shots, you know that this game, it was clear Julius had 26 or 29 points in the second quarter, like by or by the second second quarter. And then the third quarter happened. And it's like you can pout about how you're not getting your touches or how things aren't going your way offensively. If or- if all if all RJ wants to be is a 20 point per game score, then get him the fuck out of here. That's how I feel about it. Like if all he if his entire motivation, if all this motivation is gonna be, I need to be a 20 point per game score, then get the fuck out, dude. Get the fuck out of here. 
That's I'm done with you. That's been the mo- as soon as that article if, dropped. If that, is, if that if that is his only motivation, I understand that it might be your motivation to go get a contract. You got your fucking contract, so get the fuck over yourself. Like, what are we talking? Like, get the fuck over your bullshit. Like, you got your fucking money. You're a hundred million dollar man, bro. I don't know what is that in Canadian dollars. Hundred and sixty million? <laughs> Who fucking cares? Like, nobody cares about Canada, okay? Like, like you got your money. You got uh, paid. Okay, so now what is your excuse for not giving effort? What the fuck? Like, he doesn't want to give effort because, oh, what what the fuck is it? There's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. I'm sorry. We can see our reason. Oh, he's upset about this. We're fucking 10 games from the finish line. Like, just get these wins, dude. Get these wins. And he made how many winning plays did he make tonight? None. None. Not a fucking one. He made zero. Zero. He didn't do shit. The only fucking play that he made that was a winning play in the fourth quarter tonight was him trying to fail. And Hartenstein bailed him out and quickly made a fucking corner three out of desperation. Like, I'm sorry, dude. I expect more from RJ Barrett. And if if Somebody wants to tell me I'm an RJ Barrett hater because that fine, so be it. Because I'm still sitting here saying you're an RJ wanna... Barrett hater, Swin. What's wrong yeah. with you? If you if you still like, I, I don't I'm I'm not like I'm not sitting here saying like oh, let's trade him for fucking McCall Bridges, let's trade him for OG and OB, let's trade him for these fucking random dudes that have no bag but can Robert shoot threes and play defense and like are the most boring human beings in the entire world <laughs> and have zero personality and are basically like. You know, fucking Patrick Bateman of the NBA world, like not fucking with OG and Nobi scarf game. OG and Nobi can go fuck himself. Is what he can do. Um, <laughs> fuck him and fuck the Raptors. They're the most bullshit fucking terrorist basketball team ever. <laughs> uh, like I hate Sorry. watching them play. I hate all their players. All of them can fuck off. Uh, Pascal Siakam needs to get a fucking life. That guy spends more time screaming than a fucking whore. Um, Yo. Like, He's a bum. Fuck him. Uh, like, it just look. The Knicks, the Knicks are fine. They're forty, like forty-two and thirty-one now. Uh, they'll be fine. They're, they're probably, in all likelihood, still going to clinch an automatic playoff seed. But when you lose games like this tonight, it's frustrating. These are the games that put you in that margin for error. Okay, and they're also the games that I think personally, reveal things about certain players in our team. And what they reveal, right, to me about like, okay, if you want to say quickly fucked up at the end of the game, 100% fine with that. I've seen quickly thrive at the end of ball games. So to me, it's like he had a bad fucking end of ball game. Yeah. I needed to see RJ Barrett do like Frank Jeff, sorry, pointed out, uh, this was a night for him to do ancillary things. This is a night for him to step up and be do role player things. I know Quick can do role player things. I know Grimes can do role player things. I know Hart can do role player things. If RJ can't do role player things, that's fine. But then he needs to be able to do star level things. Yep. Can he do star level things? No. Can he do it? And if he can't do it, then who the fuck cares? If you can't do star level things and you won't do role player things, 
then we are at a crossroads, my friend. Um, and we will like this is not a crossroads that, I, in my opinion, I'm fine with playing out the crossroads for a little while. I, I'm I'm not that interested in like making oh you got to go make a move this summer. I'm not saying that, but it's a it's a data point. It's a data point is all I'd say. Is um, and I think I think the the one thing you said there about like I just feel like people are being too I want I'll say it again like results oriented like it's just Tibbs made the decision he the only decision he could make there's no world where you get to that moment with six minutes left in the game or whatever it was and he was pissed off that Obi Obi blew that defensive rebound T Wolves cut it to three he wants Brunson and Randall back in the game. There's no way, there's no world you're taking harder quickly out of that game. It didn't work out. If you want to be upset with quickly for having some fucking just a weird game for him down the stretch, taking bad shots, a bad foul, you know, okay, like, but understand that, like, first of all, shifts like that happen all the time. It's not like some referendum on him as a player. And more importantly, you can't retroactively change the decision. Like, they got to that moment 42 minutes into the game with quickly heavily outplaying RJ Tibbs made the wrong decision. Right? It, it was, it was, it was the exact same thing that happened the game before, right? Where he benched quickly to put RJ in and I had no problem with it. Cause I was like, RJ's played better this game. So you play RJ down the stretch. It's the same fucking thing. He made the right call both ways. I'm not, I'm, I have, again, like I said, I think, this is not a tip. This is not a game where I'm going to sit around and be like, "Oh my God, Tibbs." No, Tibbs was fine tonight. Like, did, did he actively move the needle in our favor? I have no idea. But he, I'm not. I, I, I promise you, in the grand scheme of like the biggest reasons the Knicks lost this game, Tom Thibodeau does not rank in like the top fucking fifteen. Yeah. Um, here's a question here for, I guess, me, Jeff, and Tyrese. Just wondering, has it been easier or harder for you guys to get up and do these post games after losses this season in comparison to last year? Easier because last year was hell. (laughs) Easier, for sure. For sure easier. Sam, Tyrese, and I would get on here and fucking rage at the computer because, like, all, and, like, all the stuff that's happening this year that's leading to wins is kind of like i'm not gonna say it's because of us obviously it's not because of us but tibbs is doing the stuff that we were like hey maybe we're all complaining should... about last year right exactly so it's like it's way like i don't know like, i was it's sort of like it, i don't know if you guys ever played like madden growing up or like mm-hmm. nba 2 nba 2k mm-hmm. but, like me and my little brother we would play madden all the time and like we would always draft these all young teams and it was always so fun, like going through the draft and then like progressing your players and getting your players from like 77 to 99 doing franchise mode. Mm-hmm. But then by the time you got to like the 99, it was like, all right, like I want to go through the process again. And like, I'm not saying the Knicks are like some super team or they're at the 99. Obviously, they're still growing to occur and they can get a lot better. But there's like a faith in the team right now, in my opinion. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but like, to me, I'm very comfortable with where the franchise and the team is at right now. Like, and even Tibbs is making the right decisions. So, like, it almost feels repetitive to get on here right now because, like, win or lose, I just feel very comfortable with where most of the team is at, you know? Whereas, like, last year, 
there was a frustration and it was like, there's so much more meat on this bone that like, we're not, you know, there's so much low hanging fruit available to this team that they're not taking advantage of. I don't really feel that way right now. Like, I just feel like they're kind of maybe not maximizing, but I'm very comfortable with where the franchise is at. So it's like, if they lose, it's like, I feel very confident that, okay, they're going to come back next game and this team will still be there, you know? There's also like a sense of vindication. Like last year, I was legit miserable coming onto some of these post games because I'd have like whatever rough day at work and then come home, watch the Knicks, and then they'd like piss away games doing shit that like you're like yelling at your TV to not do and you're telling them like what to do. Like play quickly more, do this, do that, do this. And then this year you see it all come to fruition. You're like, I was right. Like I was right to be yelling at my t- my TV. I was right to be yelling at my computer screen last year. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been much easier this year. Like after, I mean, they've been winning in like such yeah. nonsensical and astronomical ways. That's like after losses, like the the losses are annoying, but like they're not like frustrating um, to the point where they were last year. Well, it's, it's only it's only frustrating if they compound. Um, and so, like, to me, like, I still view the Miami game on Wednesday as kind of like a house money game in the sense of that's a, that's in my that's in Miami. So it's like you've got two. You've already banked two against them. You've got two left. Um, if you're going to choose to lose one or if you could pick to lose one, that'd probably be the one to lose. Um, but the, the Orlando game to me is the big one. Like, you win that game, you're good. Like, you can have a one in two week can't have an 0-3 week. Um, and that's the one that, like, you got to have. This time, it was like, again, like, we can sit here and talk about everything. RJ, it's shitty thing. Torian Prince, like, what are they? Honestly, again, what they shot, they shot 56.5% from the field, 50% from three, like, and I, I really don't think this was, like, a game where you'd be like, oh, the Knicks were just, I did. I think the Knicks played great defense. No, they didn't. Um, I thought they let. I thought they let Minnesota get like into a comfort zone a little bit too easy. But like those percentages, I mean, they don't match up with the level of defense that was played tonight. They they hit so much bullshit. So kind of have to live with that. But the rest of the the week, like you know, come on, we need to get one of these games here. Definitely. Yep. Um, I see people. I see. I've seen a couple comments at least bring up Deuce. Um, I don't know if he really would help tonight. Um, he would help tonight. He would have. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Because he's he's actually Velcro in defense. Hmm. Okay. Like they could not get over. None of these guys could get over the screen tonight. None yeah. of them. None. Either of them. they they couldn't or they just wouldn't. Like dude, Hart Hart at the start of the fourth quarter, he had that possession on Torian Prince where they had a four point lead out of a timeout. And he just like died on a screen on Torian Prince, had to leap out at him, pump fake. And then and I was like, like, to me, it was just like one of those players. Where I'm like, how do you just not know that's coming? Like, the only thing you can't do there is give up a three. You can run him up, like make him drive, do anything but what you did. But whatever. Again, I... We're talking about like minute individual possession decisions. It sucks yeah. to talk about that shit and criticize um, guys too much. Especially got like Kurt Frazier. 
Well, Clyde Frazier says, so this, does this mean we're not getting the Rowanland merch? First of all, that does not roll off the tongue as good as the Quickland does. Um, oh, so, right. Yeah. Is that, is that how it rolls off the tongue? Too? All right. We're going to stop this conversation before it gets too far. What do you, what do you think about that, Tyrese? The Rowanland? Oh my god! Don't do that. <laughs> no, no. What do you think about how it rolls off your tongue? All right. <laughs> it doesn't. It barrels off the tongue like he doesn't. Barrels off the tongue. That pissed me off. <laughs> oh my god! You see Edwin Diaz this year. Why would you go that far? <laughs> what did I do to you, dude? <laughs> Oh All right. my gosh. <laughs> All right, dude. Man, we've had some insane shooting performances this year on the Knicks. 57 on 81 or on 82% um, true shooting. Brunson 44 on Brooklyn, um, 90 true shooting. Like I was we won that game. Fucking hell. Yeah. Fucking hell. Max W also brings up Miles Turner at 40 on 110 true shooting. I guess the Celtics are the hell? To fucking fuck off. Fake, fakest yeah. person in the league. Yeah. Fucking whack ass braids, too, by the way. Right. No, wait, you know who else needs to fuck off? Is Nikhil Alexander Walker. That guy needs to fucking fuck off. That fucking three point foul he got was the most bullshit foul call I've seen in a long time. He literally shot the ball. Okay. Quick's hand is between his arms, and then his release. He like puts his arms down and hits his arm. I'm like, that's not a fucking foul. How is that a foul, man? That shit was crazy to me. Fuck man, Schwinn, you 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 are kind of losing it. You already did that diagram on this post game. But it's crazy. I can't, <laughs> I I couldn't believe that. I really couldn't believe that. And I again, it's another one where it's like, I'll never understand coaches holding on to challenges like this. Because to me, if there's any possession, like in that first quarter, that possession where Brunson got called for a blocking foul, right? I would have challenged that. Cause I'm like, that's a that's an automatic you won a possession. I you win if you win a possession, especially if you win a possession that potentially could result in, in, in points, like you should take that. Like that that one at two forty that we talked about, like I don't get not challenged that, especially. I the first quarter one, okay, fine, it's so long left in the game. I get it. But that one left there's two forty five in the fourth quarter. What the fuck are you saving it for if not a possession like that? Come on. Yeah, it's it's wild to me. Um, Eric Rogers says he relates to Schwinn so damn much because he was with him on Julius last year. Luckily, luckily Julius shut us up, and I am with him on RJ this year. Yeah, well, you know, I've learned my lesson from Julius. Where now, now I'm just like, no, all these guys will come good. So just, just wait a <laughs> just year. Keep going full stop. Yeah, we're just keep going a year. RJ's gonna come back next year. He's fucking all NBA. Uh, he's gonna have fucking fifty point games, and Tyrese is gonna love him. <laughs> oh man! Day RJ Barrett drops fifty the day I I buy his jersey. All right, he, he dropped like forty four today, like this year. Like he dropped forty six last year. It's not even that inconceivable. Yeah, it's not. Eh, we'll see. That's so you, wait. Do, does this does this count? Does this count even if like we trade RJ and he does it on another team? 
No, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about it at that point. Okay, so it only counts if it's like when he's on the Knicks. Yeah, if I buy a fucking Raptors jersey when he drops at 50. Okay, I want to. Did Grimes do anything tonight? Better question. Is Grimes ever allowed, allowed to, do, to do anything? Yeah, is he allowed to do anything? I don't know. That's that's a better. He got question. one shot attempt, right? He made it. It's great. It's a really nice three point shot. <laughs> he made it. It went in. It was really cool. Um, they. This is just the nature of a Tibbs offense. Like, there's, I. This is not a criticism. This is not anything beyond just like this is a pure and out like. There's always like if you look at Quickly's usage when he's on the floor with Brunson and Randall, if you look at Grimes' usage around Brunson and Randall, the only guy that gets usage with Brunson and Randall is RJ, which is why I also despise the idea that like oh RJ's like not getting enough touches. I'm like no, he's getting plenty of touches. Like he's actually the one motherfucker that is getting plenty of touches in this offense. If you look at when Quickly starts for RJ, when like Quickly's usage I think with Brunson and Randall on the floor. And RJ off even, I'm pretty sure I double check this. I think it's like 12. I think it's 12. I'll check it right now. But like, like these guys don't get usage when they play with them. So that's just the role, and that that is what it is. So you know, if you're gonna you have to judge Grimes basically purely on his defense at this point. And I thought his defense was fine tonight. I he he, he did not. He he was okay. He, he, he had a weird off. play on a fast break uh, where like he was dancing a little bit and it was all, it was so out of not his element, but his element in this offense. And he was like, Whoa, I gotta, we gotta reset this possession. And like, he just, he, you could tell he was almost like, I'm not like, I'm breaking out of the simulation a little bit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's just not allowed to do a lot. It's very, I don't know. I just, I, what I'm curious about, um, we don't have to discuss this now. Okay, so Quickly's usage without RJ on the floor, but with Brunson and Randall, 442 minutes played. Guess what his usage is? 13 points. We're guessing with or without? It's, Sorry. It's, this, is, this is with Brunson and Randall on the floor, oh, but um, no RJ. Like 18%? Yeah. Fifteen. 14.2. And if you put R if you put RJ on the floor, see this. If you have those four, it's gotta be so low. 7.8. Yeah. 12. Wow. Oh man, but there's like not a lot of minutes of that, right? 139. Wow, that's even higher than I would have expected. Like, like this is my point. It's like when Jalen Brunson and Randall on the floor, the only guy that actually gets usage when those two are on the floor together is RJ. And you know what's crazy is we're never going to see that lineup again, ever. It's never going to happen. Stands an injury. Oh, the Brunson yeah. quickly, Brunson quickly, RJ, Randall, uh, Randall Mitch. We're never going to see it again. It'd be, it'd be IQ and RJ have it both going. And but the thing, the thing is. Hart is never, ever going to play himself out of these late-game lineups. It's impossible because Tibbs is always going to like his rebounding and energy. Yeah. It's just there. it's impossible for him to play himself out of these late-game situations. And, like, it's cool. This is, this is, this is like – I'm just going to say this. 
I still think we're going to end up the five seed. Mm-hmm. So we're going to end up playing Cleveland the first round. I think... I think we should at least be in a situation where we can beat Cleveland in the first round. I envision a scenario where we're not in that position. And at that point, if you don't fire Tibbs, I'd be interested in seeing how that works. Like, I just don't trust Tibbs in a playoff situation. I really don't. I still don't. I do think he's adapted somewhat admirably here in the regular season. Um, For sure. And I think he deserves it's been a really good it. season for him. Like yeah. there's no, there's no other way around it. Yeah. But you know what? Good. It was a really good season for Mark Jackson in 2014 too. They won 50 games. It just was like it's, they, it's they, not. It's not even just the winning games, right? I think I think Tibbs is like, especially the last two months. I think there's been a lot more adaptability in terms of like is what. But here's the problem: once they got Josh Hart, now it's like okay, no Josh Hart. As soon as he checks in in the first and second half, he plays the rest of the game. Like you mentioned, like there's no there's no way he plays himself off the floor. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing anybody else can do to play him off the floor. So like we're now back in another tip situation where it's like like and and we're this is a Josh Hart that has made what sixty billion percent of his three right. so far? Let's, like what if what what about when he stops Yeah, like he, he, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen right. starting now, probably. Like He's probably not going to make any threes for the rest of the regular season. And we will sit here and be like, well, why is he still playing? And it'll be, but it's like, this is, the, this is the Tibbs problem where it's like, you give him eight guys and you give him nine guys. And it's like, fine. He's got 10 guys right now. Cause dude should do should actually give you any minutes right now. He really should. Not saying a lot, but he should, he should be getting some. But he can't. He can't even manage fucking nine guys. He can't even fucking do that. Grimes literally plays fucking eight minutes in each half, and that's it. He's done. Yep. And he's a starter. Like he's getting the Keith Bogan treatment. Or, or what are we doing here? Like, be a little reasonable, man. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, I I, I think it's a huge concern. Um, and the thing is, is if you were gonna play devil's advocate and defend Tibbs. You would say, well, right now Josh Hart is, especially without his shooting, is giving you the best chance to win games. That's fine. I, I don't disagree with that necessarily. But here's the thing: you have to have results if you're gonna because if you're gonna put Grimes in a spot where he's not allowed to initiate ever, he barely touches the ball, and now you're taking minutes off his ceiling. If you're gonna hurt his trajectory like that, and you could make the argument that, you know, this pursuit of winning games and blah, 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 blah is, you know, hurting RJ, hurting quickly, not hurting quickly. That's wrong. Not hurting Anyways, hurting, not, not that, hurting that, that, that says more about quickly to me than it says. It does. Quickly. Yeah. yeah. But if you, you could make the argument is hurting RJ, if you're going to do all these things, you can't be doing that for a first round exit. And so it's what we've always said about. You can do it for a first round exit, but it's got to be a fucking competitive. One, yes, bro. absolutely. Yeah. I, we, we, right. This, this can't be some Hawk series. Like, if he's gonna do this shit, this better be some like fucking tooth and nail, fucking six game, seven game series where they gotta draw blood from a rock to get a slog fest. Yep. Yeah, it, it can't, it can't, it can't be some, it can't be some bullshit. Thing. And if it's a bullshit thing, he's gotta go. I'm sorry. There's more than enough talent on this roster for him to do more than just slog his way through a first round. And I'll say this even more: 
there's more than enough talent in this roster that if they don't get the five seed, he should be on the hot seat. Especially considering where they are right now. Like, the idea that Tibbs is, you know, outperforming his talent, to me, is a joke. Yep. It's a joke. And I said that before the season. Like, the main reason I didn't pick the Knicks to win above their win, win total was because I didn't trust Tibbs to bench guys like Fournier and Rose and whoever the fuck when they should have been benched. And he did that. Credit to him. But, like, that's not the sum total of coaching, right? There's more to it than that. So we'll see. Um, I'm not calling for his head right now. And I, again, like I, like as Larry pointed out, yeah. And as Larry, Larry mentioned this before, and I want to point this out. uh, I, I do think Tibbs has actually been a lot better this year than he was the year he won coach of the year in New York. Like, I think he's shown more adaptability. I think, I think the the East itself is just a way better conference. So like your standard is higher. Um, I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. But the the, talent- also, I just, I just want, I just want to say, people don't understand. Like, they, they say, okay, that team had a Vegas over under of twenty one and a half, and they won forty one games. There must have been something Tibbs did because they had twenty one and a half talent. But well, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what he did. Well, first of all, the, the biggest thing he did is that he understood that like the Vegas over under was fucking moronic because. I have never made more money on a win loss on a, a season over under than that. I put so much fucking money on that. That made no sense to me. That was the most idiotic over under of all time. Uh, yeah. Anybody that thought the Knicks were going to go under on that is a fucking moron. And that's who you know to never listen to. So if you want to do yourself a favor, go find who bet on their under that year and then do the exact opposite of what they did. But also, their projection wouldn't have been 21 and a half or close to it if you could guarantee that Randall would shoot out of his fucking mind. Like, you have to adjust that information. When you're 60 games into the season, you can't keep being like, oh, well, we were expected to win 22 games and we're this we're this scrappy ragtag group of guys who are built on defense. No, they were succeeding because Julius Randall and Reggie Bullock and R.J. Barrett all shot 40%. Why was Alfred Payton still starting games? He had nothing to do with them winning those games. Like the, they were winning. Ah, in his heart. His heart. And it was oh. like, so yeah, what Tibbs has done this season is a thousand times more impressive than what he did that, that season, because he's actually made adjustments that helped spur this team into wins. Don't, don't forget. He started that season 10 and 13 or whatever too. If, the, if, if anything, the, mo- the biggest frustration now that we have heart is that he's seized to make like decisions like now it seems like there are three guys that no matter what will close every game. Yeah. And that is the most annoying part. It's like, I love Josh Hart. I so happy they trip for Josh Hart. He's been fucking awesome in every way possible on the court, off the court intangibles, like all of that. But he is not so good that he should just automatically get like, Oh, as soon as he comes on the floor, he closes each half. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. Like, it, it's it's an it's it's absolute nonsense to me. He he's not Brunson. He's not Randall. I'm sorry. He's just not those guys. Like, there are situations where it's okay for him to not be on the floor. That's fine. Yeah. Like, he'll live, dude. And this he, this like sounds like heart shade, but it's not. Like, there's a reason we got him for what he did. What we did. It's it's also <laughs> like, but it's also like. This is this is the other fucking most annoying part of Tibbs, right? 
he mentioned this. He mentioned this. Nobody asked him to bring it up. He mentioned this himself. Oh, Josh can play the four. Josh can play the four. I remember that. I remember okay. that. Okay. When have we seen it? Like never. Are we going to see it? Never going to see it? Is there a situation? Is there a, like, he's never going to do it because that's just not what he believes in. That's fine. Such a, such a nasty that's, tease. That's fine. Then just don't fucking tell me that, dude. Like, this is like when he's like, oh, I know Julius can play the five. He said this multiple times. Oh, I know Julius can play the five. Do it. Do don't it. Don't tell me that if you're not going to do it, bro. You're not going to do it. So don't fucking tell me. Don't fucking tell me. All right. Um, it's, it's, it's situational. I think. Yeah, yeah the situation is a fucking... If Tyree starts, you know, praising RJ Barrett, that's a situation. <laughs> oh man. No, I gotta be able to do it. <sighs> All right. I think this is a good place to end. And with on that note, yeah, I think this is definitely a good place to end. It's literally <laughs> the worst place to end, Sam. Like literally, like, you could not have picked a lower level. All right, let's just say this. Julius Randall, awesome performance, awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome play this year. There's all the credit uh for his turnaround and uh, all of us, myself included, who wanted him traded, hands up, were wrong. Uh, even if For they, now. even even if they wanted to trade him, no, even if even if you wanted, even if you still want to trade him, they're right to keep him because his value, like they can at least trade him for value now. Like like that that, that they they made the absolute right decision. He he was great tonight, and um, it sucks they lost the game tonight, mostly because of how great he was today. He he was fantastic. Definitely, gotta give him. He wasn't even bad on defense. Like for think about how crazy. Like like I I I thought Brunson Mm. and RJ were really bad, and I thought Mitch and Grimes were not their usual selves. Like I'm not saying Randall was good. We gave up 140 fucking points. But like if we gave up 140 points, if you told me we gave up 140 points, I would be like, man, Randall must not have given a shit at all. And I actually thought that like he gave a shit, and like I mean, it's just absolutely. And Kyle Anderson's not like an easy cover for. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. He did fine. He did a good job. All right, now I think is a good place to end things off. Um, shout out to Julius Randle. Um, wish we could have got got the win. Um, definitely sucks that we didn't get the win. Um, shout out to Sam who teaches the you know the future of this country. All right. Just that's who we that's who we trust with our children. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let let me get to bed so I can educate the youth of tomorrow. Um, shout out to everyone that's been rock with us. There's been a bunch of y'all leaving comments, all that good stuff. Make sure y'all leave a like, make sure y'all subscribe if y'all new. We definitely are on our way to 1k subs. So all that you do will help us out with the YouTube algorithm. Um, we got links to everything strictly related in the description. We got links to the site. We got links to the merch. Schwinn is rocking some merch right now. Jeff is rocking some merch right now. I got Hello. some merch below me right here. Strickland hoodies. Grab that. They're comfy. It's spring. The weather's getting nice. It's hoodie season. Dude, by the way, people love Mellow. I like I knew that Knicks fans love Mellow, but like I wore some movies and guy was like, guy literally did that to me. And I was like, how did you what the fuck, man? Like he that's sick. NBA cult legend. Yeah. Um people love mediocrity. 
All right. We're not going to get into that, Schwinn. Yeah, let's end um, on Eric Rogers' comment. That's way better than that. No, to Eric Rogers, That's new subscriber lovely. here. Brothers, I'll be tuning in from here on out. We appreciate you. Thanks, Eric. So, you know, definitely join Eric and subscribing. Um, yeah, we got links to the Patreon as well as the um, Twitter. Shout out to Jake Andrews, who is a patron. You can join Jake and all that he benefits from in the Discord if you join the Patreon. So definitely check that out as well. Um, and we are also on Instagram at thestrick.land. Another great way to consume Nick's content on social media if you're not on Twitter. So on that note, um, these guys will be back on Wednesday. I won't be here on Wednesday. But these guys will be back on Wednesday after the Miami Heat game. Hopefully we grab another win. See you all then. Peace out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.